I should have worn Punisher shirt. Punisher versus Daredevil. Robocop? Okay. Love that. Not three, though. I love Robocop 3. Don't get me wrong, but that movie's horrible. That, the remake was fucking horrible. The re what? I don't consider yeah. that. Man, I don't... Nah. That's Yo, it's right. funny. The technology to make it better and you fail it. How, how is that possible? Yeah. Nah. All reside for the Honorable Judge Toe Brown. Y'all may be seated. Except for Lay. Lay don't sit. Toe Brown? Yeah. That's a great name. Yes. It was either that or Judge Toe Mathis. But Judge Toe Brown just rolled off the tongue better. <laughs> rolled off the tongue. Toe yeah. Mathis is not bad, but Toe Brown is much better. Yeah. 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 I was waiting for rolls off the tongue, too. I was yes. waiting for that officially. Yes, yes. All right. So we are here to reside the, the order of the court. Case number 17626. On the, the plaintiff's side, we have Star-Lord. And on the other plaintiff's side, we have Lady Loki. And they both seem to be prosecutors as well. In the chat, I'm going to need y'all to be quiet because this is a professional hearing. <laughs> now, I would like to hear all of y'all opening statements. I'll give, it, I'll give it to the blind man. Yeah, I'll give it to the blind guy. I'll defer. I'll defer <laughs> to the blind guy. By the way, accent sounds great right now. Thank you. Fantastic. A and, and let the record show that the blind man is the one wearing the red. All right, Cap. We are going to start with you. Thank you, Judge Judy, the executioner. Uh, Ladies like and gentlemen. Play. I like to play on words. I like to play on words. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the court and the jury, I am here in defense of possibly the greatest character ever in Marvel history. Oh my God. Sylvie, a.k.a. Enchantress, a.k.a. Lady Loki. And I'm here to prove to you that she was right and that Star-Lord, Mr. Quill, I believe his name is, was wrong. And I will be doing so because justice is blind, justice is balanced, and just because I can. Thank you. Thank you for your opening statement. Now we will turn the court to Lay. Lay, can you give us your opening statement, please? Ladies and gentlemen, individuals of the jury, as in we live in different times, for all to be ex accepted. To the judge, thank you. To uh, my um, adversary, that was brief and um, underwhelming, but still nice. Objection. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll make something very simple. All I want is equal for what my client has been getting for years now. A choice was made, an emotional choice, at an emotional time. He was under distress. Now, the same choice was made by uh, the defendant, but her choice affected way more than the choice of my plaintiff. So please, judge fairly, judge equally, but if you have to, judge harshly. I unfortunately did not prepare a statement, but I did prepare a suit. 
so I automatically win opening statements. Uh, thank you, Judge Toe. Uh, I believe the only one in contention here with my outfit is you and the blind devil. I am going to start off by saying that I am here not to judge, but to protect. To let everyone know that although things seem wrong and things seem right, us, us lawyers have a really fun time proving the other side. Is it because we're getting paid? Is it because we really care for people? Absolutely not. But what we do care about is a good show. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the pandas riding tricycles on my tie say good show. Judge? Well, I would like to thank all three of y'all for making your opening statements. And I would like the record to show that Cabs is winning right now in the, the best tie of the night. And, uh, and everyone in the courtroom that's on the other side, yes, Cap Devil might be blind, but he can hear us. Just because he can hear us doesn't mean he might not be blind. He can hear us lying, which is even this, scarier. This is true. So now, the opening statements have been arised, and they have been written down for the cinematographer at home. So, <laughs> I would like for y'all to publicly display who y'all are backing. You sound like... You sound like Leonardo DiCaprio and Django. I'm having all this. It's so good. Wow. Yeah, now you. you have my attention. Yes. Yes. yes, Sorry, yes. For say that. yes. Sorry for breaking yeah. character. No, no, it's a, it's okay. But I would like for y'all to uh, discuss who who you are backing and give us some evidence to support your case. Judge, before we defer to the blind devil of red, I do have a question. Are we choosing sides between Sylvie and Star-Lord? Can we agree with both of them? Can we disagree with both of them? Yes. Thank you. Blind Devil and Red? All right. This is a simple case here. A simple case of conviction versus non-conviction. Let me just say, we forget that Sylvie was taken as a small child and essentially sentenced to death for the mere fact that she was just a little bit different than the standard variations of Loki. So her actions were not would not have been needed had her oppressors not came in and took her and robbed her of her life. So everybody knew that her plan was to find the man at the top, execute him, and topple this whole thing. All she did was stick to her plan. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna refer to my notes that way. I don't get any, I don't miss anything. So one of the major uh, things here to consider is that he who remains himself said if you kill me this whole thing starts again and he ends up right back where he started 
So, as you know, my opponent here tried to point out that her consequences have a deeper grasp and a deeper meaning. They don't, because we wind up right back to where we started. Now, there's there's some important things here to think about. There's three outcomes to this whole scenario. One, he who remains does want somebody to take his place. All right? So if she kills him and restarts it, when they get to the point where they have to take Sylvie out, maybe if they leave her alone, she gets her life because he already knows how it plays out if you let her. Scenario number two. They prune her timeline and they actually prune her and she lives with the other Lokis in that dead zone. Which again, she gets to have some semblance of a life. No bad outcomes yet. Outcome number three is exactly what we saw. She kills him and the timeline resets. What I will say now, and I'm trying to trying to keep it brief because I had a whole bunch of shit here, but so again, she had a plan. We knew what her plan was, and she executed the plan. She's smart enough to know, all right, that her self-interest is not a valid reason to seize power, unlike our Loki. Because our Loki did not want to take over for the good nature of his heart. He's a selfish bastard. She's smart enough to know that her own goals and her own things are not how you would want to run an entire timeline. Where Star-Lord came up with the plan, made it abundant, or made it apparent, I should say, that it was his plan, then immediately <laughs> shit the bed. And what did that do? That caused half the universe to die like that. So had he had waited 30 seconds, he could have done exactly what he wanted to do. Maybe even defeated Thanos and saved the planet. But no, because he's stupid. He's self-centered. He's only worried about himself. Where Sylvie is smart enough to know that she can't rule everything for everybody. And her... What I what I'm assuming the I object he's badgering the witness. What witness? There's no witness. <laughs> I just felt like saying that. And and while while we it was weighing it was weighing heavy yeah, on cats. And while we while we have uh, interrupted the the, the red the, devil. The yes, I would I would like to to state for the record for the cinematographer, he who remains is also known as the one who's left. All right. You may continue. Yeah. Thank you again, Judge Judy, the executioner. You are welcome, but I would I would remind you to keep your, your comments short and brief because we do have to have allow Lay and Cabs yes. to state their side, and we need to call witnesses. There are three I'm trials on there tonight. Done. I am Judge done. Toe Brown. So there are witnesses. Yes, yes you, you should have. There's a witness statement. Go Got ahead. it. So the last, last thing I would say is the selfishness on Sylvie's part that might be brought up by my opponent is again, not selfishness because she didn't want to grab power. 
Her life was taken from her. There's not a person on this panel, whichever way the wind blows here, I can't see anybody. To your rat. <laughs> he, he is to your rat. I love it. There's not a person on this panel that would not make the decision to topple whatever establishment robbed them of their life. So her decision was just, her decision was fair, her decision was the right one. Screw Star Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, well, the, well. The, the two youths. The, the, the two what? Youths. The two youths? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What what Ladies is a you? Ladies and gentlemen, court. Mrs. Riley. So my adversary here yes. pointed out very well about the selfishness of Star Lord. This I am not trying to defend by any means. Mm. What I'm defending, what I'm trying to the point I'm actually trying to make is I want the exact same treatment he got for as long as he got it. For you see, my opponent completely forgets to mention the fact that a man that is as selfish and self-centered as Loki can recognize the greater evil and tell you not to do something, you think you would listen to him. This man knows evil because he has done it. And he's explaining to this young lady, no matter how old she really is, she's actually way younger to make a decision like that. And the variant, once again, that my opponent completely forgot to say is that if you get rid of me, you will get worse variants of myself. I am the best choice of the variant to have here. If you do not recall that, it's on Disney Plus. You can go back and watch the episode. <laughs> well, objection. He's pandering and he's pandering. a show for Disney. That, that is pandering. That is, yep, that is, yep, yep. That is pandering. I, I would like it. There. So I make, I make like this. My point argument is a lot like a blade, right? This one, one-sided. He does not recognize the faults of his side. And it is exactly what Sylvie used, something of this nature, to actually destroy multiple timelines at once, completely selfishly, unapologetically, and not for one moment thinking how many people will suffer because she decided, I need to kill the man that took my life. But meanwhile, she was given a life. She had a drive. She had something to do. She had a goal. Before that, she didn't. Did she? No, she didn't. And I say it again. I make it very clear to everybody here. I'm not defending Star-Lord. What he did was moronic in every sense of the word. When Tony Stark is telling you not to do something stupid, think, think about how spontaneous Mr. Stark is, ladies and gentlemen. And he's telling you, just like Loki to Silver, don't do it. Listen to it. Please stop. Did it anyway. So you see what I'm saying, folks? My adversary wants to tell you that she is not selfish. She is actually uh, motivated, which is, she is motivated, but she is very selfish. Because now what happens? How many variants come through the different timelines and how many people get killed? While Thanos did snap away half the universe, that is one universe, one timeline. Now we have multiple affected. Oh. Who can say that Kang doesn't do that? One Kang, two Kang, three. Remember, the variants, that means many. One snap, many Kangs. You make the choice. All right. All right. I would like, before you proceed, I would like 
the quote to remain on the record, but the air quotations because we have a very old cinematographer and she doesn't know how to write that down on there to be stricken from the record. Does she know how to write cinematographer? Yeah. Type that out. Probably not. Yeah. Air quotes. Yes. All right. Are we gonna? I'm sorry, Judge. Were you were you were you done? May I proceed? Yes, you may. You may proceed or not. Uh, so this we go, we, okay. We, go. We do get a rebuttal, right? Yeah, you're gonna have to call yeah. your first witness sometime soon. Okay. But cabs, you may go. All right. So I am indifferent from both of these lovely gentlemen proving fantastic points. Phenomenal I points. That, I believe that they're both idiots. Um, I believe that they're both dumb. They're both selfish. I would like to bring up something that the uh, blind devil in red said. Uh, you know, Sylvie lost her life. Now, if there's anything that Mr. Starlord, and again, I'm not excusing Mr. Starlord. I just want to show the court that both of these uh, guys made moronic choices and both of them are idiots. And you know what? I do agree. Maybe they should have the same treatment. Now, if there is one thing Mr. Star-Lord knows, is lost. Uh, he has lost the most important person of his life, unfortunately. That happened very early in his life. Uh, also, not having a dad around. You can say that in one way or another, his life was stripped away from him. Uh, he has met more people that he can trust upon, uh, as opposed to Sylvie. But that doesn't necessarily take away from the fact that he does know loss. And he knows one of the biggest losses in this world. Uh, so my thing is that if we are going to treat one unfairly, we should treat the other unfairly. Because Sylvie, and although she was ripped out of her life as well, I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from Sylvie. But there is something to say where... Okay, we don't trust Kang. We don't know Kang. But Kang knew everything that was going to happen up until that point. So for him to just skew away from the reality of things, and, and we will find out in the future in future events, for him to skew away from everything just to make Sylvie not try to kill him seems a little off to me. Now, clearly, this is this could be there could be foul play. You know, we were served a nice, cool plate of can. But I don't think we're ready for the leftovers, guys. I don't know what's coming. And if this indeed is the best version of Kang, albeit very mysterious and shady, if this is the best version of Kang, then I think Sylvie screwed us just as hard as Starlord. Again, I'm not taking away from any of them. But I think it's a little, I think what Sylvie did could have just as much, uh, could reap so much havoc and so much chaos as Star-Lord did. I'm done with my statement. I, I applaud your, your statement there. That was very insightful. We would like, the, the court would like for the Red Devil to bring upon his first witness. Okay. Uh, before I bring up the witness, I just want to just rebut a little bit here. So if you want to talk about making the hatred equal, right? Mm -hmm. They're already 
was a time war between all the Kangs. Yeah. It happened already and it resulted in what we have. Again, Kang said that this thing would just start again. He even said, see you later, when he died. So we do know for a fact that, yes, maybe one or two Kangs are going to be evil. But we do also know for a fact that one or two Kangs will be on our side because they fight each other to find balance again. Yeah. So, again, what she did is not on the same level to, get, to garner hate as Star-Lord. And here's my first witness to prove that. I would like to call Hawkeye to the stand. Whoa. All right, Hawkeye, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? With an arrow yeah. straight through the heart, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure, yeah, sure. All right, you so, may proceed. That was my best, uh, Jeremy Renner. What is going? Hold up, hold up, now, hold up now. We got. I better never get for anything. My cousin Vinny legit just showed up. No, yeah, yeah, personally. <laughs> Yo, hold up! Wait, wait one second. We got we got disruptions in the court. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Your Honor. My apologies for being late, but due to the pigmentation of my skin, I shall be allowed to be late. I have one oh, question. I have one question. I have one question for you, Mister uh, Mister Nuff. What are you what are you wearing in my courtroom? You told me I should wear a suit and only a suit. My bad. Let me hide those from the ladies, you know, in the court. Are you trying to sway our cinematographer into not writing the words that are said accurately? Exactly. Whatever he said. Oh man. He did about it. All right. Now before I make you in contempt, we need Hawkeye to join the levy and become okay. steady. Judge Judy the Executioner, are we done with all the shenanigans in this courtroom? You will lower your tone when you talk to Judge Tobron. We will not have none of this farce in my courtroom. None of this farce. Your, your man just came in here in a cowboy hat, totally disrespecting the proceedings here. Listen, the entire store that sold suits, suits were closed due to the flu. Mm -hmm. Objection, so it's either, that's his line. So hence, it's why, either, hence why he's late. Yes, either he wears that ridiculous outfit or the mm -hmm. leather that I hate so much. So he chose to wear that ridiculous outfit for me, your honor. Now, okay. Mrs. Riley, and only Mrs. Riley, can you please... Bring Hawkeye forth and put him on the stand. Now, Red Devil, you may ask your question to Hawkeye. Okay. So, getting back to the seriousness of the matter at hand. This is very serious! So, we know from the beginning that Lokis are villains. Is that a question to Hawkeye? Now, I'm, can I get to my shit? Uh, well... So, you, judge is being hostile. Yes, I, I believe so. I think you should treat him as such. You can't treat the lawyer as hostile. You sure can. This is my law. Proceed. So, they're evil. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Jesus Christ. Judge, judge Judy the executioner. Just, she's hamming it up. 
<laughs> She's evil. We know this. They might have good tendencies here and there, but the entire show is essentially about a villain. Because even the Enchantress is a villain. We knew her plan. They they made her the villain of the thing before the end. We get that. Star-Lord is a hero. So now I bring in Hawkeye. Hawkeye lost Natasha Romanoff. His entire family was blipped out. Hawkeye never once forgot what the mission was. Hawkeye did exactly what he had to do and didn't do anything stupid when Thanos showed up. He kept the gauntlet away. He gave it to other people when they needed it. He went back and defended everybody and fought off people. What did Star-Lord do? Star-Lord went off on his own, found old Gamora, who doesn't know him, tried to get with her, got kicked in the nuts, and then didn't show up again until the end of the film with the stupid look on his face like, huh? And, most importantly... He was dusted? Uh, I'm talking about the end of Endgame. All this is Endgame now. You're correct. He was dusted, though. He was dusted, though, in, in Infinity War. That's why That's he couldn't completely do irrelevant. Oh, really? To, this, <laughs> to my argument, yes. Okay. Well, I, okay. Love I love it. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's irrelevant to what I'm saying. Again, not only did he not really do anything during the battle with Thanos, where you could see Drax, you could see Mantis. Yeah, okay. Uh, I you see could see I Rocket see Raccoon and Groot uh, do way more shit than he did. Mm -hmm. At the end of it, he was trying to find a way to trick his own crew into finding Gamora. Because apparently that one person is greater than the entirety of life itself. And you know it was a trick because as soon as Thor came up, he switched the thing real quick. Which means he's going to lie to his crew instead of being straight up. So the hatred that he gets, as shown by the exemplary example that Hawkeye is as a hero, the hatred that Star-Lord gets is warranted because he's supposed to be the good guy and he acted like an ass. Sylvie is not supposed to be the hero. She's not supposed to be the moral compass. And she She's acted a like an ass. In her own show that was wronged and looking for her conclusion. So her hatred is not warranted. And if it is, it is not warranted to the same level as Star-Lord. I would argue that Star-Lord sort of fell into that role. You know, he wasn't always the hero either. And I think within time, we might see Sylvie, who was morally great. I agree with you, uh, Devil in Red. Uh, she's more, you know, she's not exactly, I wouldn't say she's good, you know, but she's there. You know, she's done some good stuff. Now, the one thing about both of these characters is they're sort of similar in the way that, you know, the upbringing, the way that they were raised. They weren't always good people, mixed in with wrong crowds, right? And, and ultimately led up to this. Now, one thing I would like to point out about Star-Lord and him lying to his crew is that they all do that to each other. It's, it's kind of their thing. Rocket Raccoon constantly lies to Peter Quill. Uh, uh, Drax is... Gamora has to keep things from Peter Quill as well. It, it, it's just it's just kind of what they do. Um, <laughs> so in a way, I'm not saying that your points aren't valid because Cap, 
devil in red. I respect all of your points. But again, it just seems to me that both of them do deserve equal amount of hate. They, because they didn't both, do an equal amount of wrong. Oh, they sure did. Uh, well, here's the thing. The reason you're right there is because we have inconclusive evidence as to what's going to happen with Sylvie. We this court is adjourned. We will reconvene after <laughs> King, I would, after Ant Man. I would, I would just like I to, would like to remind I would like to remind y'all that when you are done with the witness, you may say no further questions. But go okay. ahead, keep going. I, I would like to just point out real quick that there is a working theory that Kang is actually going to be stopped by the Teenage Avengers. Not that. the adult Avengers. I love that. So how big of a, of a threat is This is, is speculation. He? That's one of the theories. It's hearsay, but that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 is, it is a theory. Hey. This is a court where we are <laughs> spitting facts. Uh, look behind uh, the lovable and honorable Judge Toe Brown, where he, in fact, shows you where you can get said facts uh, by dialing 1-800-FACTS. So, on the back of that, uh, no further questions. Judge Judy, the executioner. Uh, you will refrain from. <laughs> this is true. This uh, is not, fun. This not, is very fun. I have no questions for uh, for Hawkeye. I do have a witness. All right, oh, well, you may call up your first when, um, witness when when our Lady Loki made her fatal judgment that pretty much doomed us all. Loki. Oh boy! Can, can you escort Loki to the to the stand, please? I wanted to bring Loki up to the stand yeah, too. Yeah. So you you will you will be able to cross examine the witness okay. now Loki Loki do you swear to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth I if you believe him you're all fools so his well, hand was placed is, on the Bible this is a court of law where you cannot lie well yeah yes and also the burden of proof lies upon you so he is innocent until proven guilty so if he is lying you must you must tell us that he's lying and prove that he is lying. Okay. I am a god. I am above this court. That's a good Loki. That's exactly what he would say. This, <laughs> this, have, for for have, any other court, that may be true, but this is Judge Toe Brown, and you are, you. Are, I'm not listening to you. I could have been a rapper, but now let proceed, Lay. Mister Mister Loki, or would you prefer just Loki? Out of respect for the the gentleman. See, not just Hawkeye, not Clint. Just saying, you never met. First and foremost, I want to ask you three simple, three very simple questions. One going further than that. One, when you arrive to the um, pocket dimension that he who remains, or the one that's left, according to the honorable judge here. That's right. When you came into contact with the individual, what was the first thing you thought? Understood? Thought. Guessing. This is not what you expected, correct? Yes. No. Thinking something bigger, right? A little more dangerous. Two, did this individual not state very clearly that if he is killed, it will get worse from there on? Not only in this timeline, but in many others. Uh, yes, he did and in, state that. And just in case if anybody's wondering, this once again, is on Disney Plus. Is that your is that your exhibit A? That's that's my exhibit A. And third, the last one. And what lengths did you go to stop her from killing that individual? What did you do to try to stop her from making that fatal mistake that 
in retrospect, if you think about pretty much sealing our fate, what did you do? Did you not battle the young lady to the point and try to drive her and make it understand that if you can recognize this error, any she should be able to recognize it? I mean, sir, what I'll do respect. She also she also did use love to trick yeah. Loki. She tricked the trickster exactly. into so, knocking him back uh into another timeline mm -hmm. so that she can, you know, handle and, her biz. And for the cinematographers at home, she is Lady Loki, and the one she killed is the one who's left, aka he who remains. So also if the god of mischief yes. yourself can recognize the threat level that is he who remains or the one that's left. And you're warning someone of not the same experience that you have, yet a fellow Loki, but not one that has the same experience that you have in dealing with said individuals, a Thanos, a Kang, you know, your father, you know, these powerful beings. What would you infer what happened if she didn't listen to you? Oh, Who that's here, that's hearsay. Watch, wait a minute, wait a minute, you, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You you ended yours with a hearsay. Was good for the goose is good for the gander. This, you didn't this, call this is true. This All is right, true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it. <laughs> he, he did well, object. Well, well, Cap, that Cap, is Cap, honest to God. I'm Cap's, following the rules Cap's that were set before. I'm following the rules yes, that were set yes. before. Me. That's all. I'm following I'll, your lead, blind man. I will. I will allow if we're gonna allow one, we will allow the other. Exactly. This is this is a fair courtroom. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, late when when he did realize what she was about to do he did try to stop her she he fought on him he yeah, literally she... he took out the sword that the young loki gave her and I fought like, her I, to the I, point I, trying to make her realize what was this is not a good idea i would like I to cross-examine the witness i would oh, like to cross-examine the witness lay are you are you done questioning uh, uh, loki? Done with, i told you just three solid questions all right so cabs you may now cross-examine the witness you are still Sir on Loki. the oath, Loki. Go ahead. Sir Loki. That's fan. God Loki to you. God Loki, big fan. <laughs> I have one simple question. Uh, I won't put it in the form of a question because we'll have show say an answer that might <laughs> be more funny than proving my point. I do, <laughs> I do appreciate your humor. Yes. But the one thing about Sylvie, that Loki will tell you off rip is that if we're calling Star Lord selfish and self centered for what he did for Gamora and how he tricked his people to find the new Gamora, we can definitely say the same thing about Sylvie. Her motivations were clearly to take down the TVA, that was it. And whatever, whatever she found in the back of the TVA was gonna get it, it doesn't matter if it was Kang. Doesn't matter if it was, you know, another version of her, another Loki. It didn't matter. So, if we're gonna say that Star Lord is selfish, and he is, Cap, I'm, I'm not taking that away from you. We also need to say it for Sylvie because Sylvie was just driven by one thing and one thing only: take down the TVA. She was very upset at Loki when he got her caught and back into the TVA. And what does she find in the TVA? that she's been chasing Ghost her entire time and then moving past the uh, the time splitters or watchers, whatever those guys, I forget their name. Once she passed that, she found Kang. So all of the questions, all of the hate, everything she had built up for the TVA, 
was, I wouldn't say that it was not valid. Of course, they did terrible things to her. But once she got past everything for the TVA, once she went up to the time chamber and all that good stuff, once she went past that and found Kang, she no longer knew what was there anymore. She was so driven by taking down anything the TVA stood for that she risked it all, he didn't heed any warnings from Loki, from Kang, still did it because she needed to finish her mission. And in a similar way, Star-Lord did the same thing. He didn't heed any warnings from Tony Stark. He didn't think about what, hap what would happen after this. All he thought about was himself and, and, and him hurting Gamora and doing what he needed to do after that. I think it's they're both very similar situations. They're both very greedy. They're both evil people that are probably turned out good later on. So I think, you know, I do get that Star-Lord is quite the meme and it's fun to hate on him. I get that. But I think, I, I think we got to, I think they're both, I think they both made really poor decisions. No further questions, Your Honor. I, I um, one more statement. One, not a question for the, for the, for the witness, you can go ahead and go, well, you can go ahead and leave. Show, uh, show, I, got, I have, I have Mr. Loki, Mr. Loki, show, show Mr. will Loki, be able to. Uh, Mr. Loki, can I have my wallet crop. back, please? Mr. Loki, can I have my wallet back, please? Uh, uh, and while we're at it, everyone in the courtroom, check their pockets. Yeah, please. It's, it is, it is Loki. Hello, it's Loki. Loki. It's yeah. Loki, Sylvie, and Star Lord in the same exactly. room. This Something's true. missing. Oh, by the way, that's the point I wanted to make. Uh, let's remember that uh, Star Lord was raised by Ravengers. He's a criminal, a scoundrel. Don't build him up to be something he's really not, sir. Okay. Remember, at the end of the movie, he does a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, a, a little bit of both. I think right. Cap was, I think Cap was oh, waiting for that. Yeah, Captain America, wait. sir. Yeah. You just sprung the trap card. Yeah. Cap was waiting for that. Look wait, Cap, Cap, before you go, I would like to give Show an opportunity to cross-examine the witness. Show, do you have any questions for Loki? Mr. Loki. <laughs> it's God Loki to you. God Loki. Did you ever get something from Sylvie? I mean, let me know. I mean, uh, you fucked everything up. Objection. 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 But Sexualizing the witness. It was getting there. It, it, was, it, it was getting there. It would have gotten there if she didn't kill Kang, quite frankly. Very well, true. They would have ripped apart the timeline. <laughs> if, yeah. Yeah, because you know. Way. That was also that was really weird that they were feeling each other. Yeah, yeah I don't think look, uh, I don't care. I don't care how hot she is, an alternate true, version of myself from a different universe. I want no parts of well, that. Well yeah. well, lawyer cabs, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you can't love someone else until you learn how to love yourself. So he was learning to love himself in one way and or another. I can't stand myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so may maybe you should give some good sweet loving to yourself and then we can see what happens. Well, that'll happen later yeah. on. So, yeah, there you go. Now, show. I'm assuming that you are done with the witness. We are going to allow the Red Devil to cross-examine Loki. Go ahead, Mr. Red Devil. Right. Before this becomes Night Court. <laughs> great show. I mean, great show, yeah. Great uh, show. We're almost there. That's, uh, that's Sex Court. That's different. Uh, Another good show. Damn the, Senior Loki. Yeah. Damn the rules. I have... Something to to bring up here. You have said that uh, he 
engaged in fisticuffs in order to prevent Sylvie from doing what she was doing, right? Absolutely. Now, was he doing that for the fact of saving the timeline? No. He was doing that for his own selfish reason to gain control of the timeline, which means Sylvie's choice is... He literally told her that he doesn't want power. That Bullshit. He, no, he said it. Yeah. He also sure, said a whole sir, bunch of other sir. things that turned I'll out to be He is a known liar, and you <laughs> cannot <laughs> trust anything he says. Order in the court. Order in the court. We are, we are again, going. I'm just saying he said it. He said it. What this is a different. Is this is a different. And again, this is a different Loki now. This again, is a different Loki. We saw the character. We saw him build. Yeah. She got stuck in two different places. Either let Loki and his lying, manipulative ass ruin everything, mm-hmm. or again have he who remains restart this thing. AKA the one who's left. We already know there's a multiverse war, and it will just. He said it himself. It'll just restart. He'll be right back there. So things will pan out now. With Star Lord, nobody stopped Star Lord because they were too busy executing his plan. Yeah. So you want to bring up that Sylvie was driven? Cool. What happened to the drive of Star Lord? That went out the window quick. That went out the window faster than Thanos snaps his fingers. So the hatred on, has to be more on his side because he himself. Star-Lord came up with a plan to stop the Mad Titan and immediately, within 30 seconds, abandoned the plan and ruined it for Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Drax, Mm. Mantis, Spider-Man, who were all on that planet fighting for their lives, Mm. fighting for the lives of millions. Mm. Sylvie, she did what she told us she was going to do. Mm. There was no deviation. She said she was going to do something, and we watched her go through and follow up with it. So how can you be mad at somebody who said, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it? Versus somebody who's like, this is my who who turned around and uh, said, Iron Man has a shitty plan, came up with a new one, and threw it away immediately. That Mm -hmm. has to garner more hate. You can't hate somebody for doing exactly what they told you they were going to do. I can hate uh, somebody to do it if it's going to screw me over. But it doesn't. It does. All right. It's so how we, we, we've yet we've yet to see. You see it, but the point is, we know that we know we know it's coming. We, we know we know yeah. we're getting a va- a Kang Six one six is going to get it. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Six one six has been getting it since the yeah, beginning of Marvel. Let's remember this. Six one six is first, then the other dimensions are getting. Once again, I'm telling you, is the scale. Actually, what we're talking about. I'm not. We don't know that. When Loki went back and Kang was there, he was not in our timeline. He wasn't in 616. He wasn't yeah. in 616. That's, that's what I'm saying. We so don't know that yet. may not be getting it first. We don't know if so, he was in 616 or not. So therefore, we have actual time to come up with a way to stop Kang. We had no time once Thanos was punched in the face. He immediately <laughs> then got the time stone, went to Wakanda, fought everybody, snapped that's it. Game mm-hmm. over. We have time to prepare for Kang. It's going to mm-hmm. take a while for all of his variants to come up. And by that time, we might be able to stop him before his shit actually takes effect. Thanos, we could not stop because Star-Lord is a moron. So when you can't... Go, so that's the difference? No between, name calling here. 
That's the difference between <laughs> I may have done something that might screw us up in two or three weeks, but we might be able to prevent that versus Spider-Man who let the criminal go and now Uncle Ben is dead. See that? The hatred that Star-Lord has is warranted. Sylvie's is not. It, I'm not so, saying... So, now, okay, so, okay. I'm not ahead, saying that she is completely blameless, but the levels cannot be the same. They cannot be the same. The only way they could have been the same is if Loki ended with Kang murdering half the multiverse and no more movies. We don't get Shang-Chi. We don't get Spider-Man. We don't get WandaVision. He's already done it. Okay. And we so, know he hasn't. I, I, so I, what's worse? So what? So what's worse? What's worse? Knowing that your actions can, you know, and this is not like going against you. This is asking it to the court, to everyone. So what's worse? You know, being in a situation where you can somewhat, I guess, determine the future, whether it was fake or not. You know, when you show up in Kang's office, which was a pretty cool office, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was. This, it was very, really this cool. is very true. That was a, that was a, that was a dope. Seeing office, the yeah. seeing the timelines in the back, cool. That was dope. So, yeah, was if you know that you can potentially prevent something two, three weeks from now, let's say, like you said, you know, would you still have your selfish motivation stop that? Or, you know, just throw it out of the window and still do what you are meant to do. You said that you were going to do it. We're going to do it. Or you devise a plan. Everything's been going to shit. You finally got it. And then you hear horrible news about something bad happening to someone you love. And they had it right there in the back. I feel like the more we explain it, I feel like the more it feels like a very similar situation. I get that the the fate of the world was more in, 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 at stake when, when Thanos was there, because they're in it. They're in it at this point. They are in the shit. We need to get rid of Thanos immediately. But Sylvie, and this is why I say that it, there has to be some type of equal blame, because both of them were in a situation where they could have prevented something. Now, do we know if taking the glove away from Thanos stops everything? I mean, you know, Thanos is still a pretty powerful being with a hot army behind him. It's the Avengers. They would have probably ended it. And we know that the Avengers are going to do something to end Kang. But both of them seem, both scenarios seem more similar the more that we talk, where they both knew what can happen. They both knew the responsibilities. They both knew what can happen out of this. One person received horrible news about the person that he loves most and lost his shit where you have a calm and composed Sylvie who basically did what she was set to do already. TVA was done. Go live your life, mama. And you still, by your selfish needs, decided to, I don't care what is left. I am taking everything out of the TVA. I don't care what happens. But to me, they're both very similar situations. Both of them were equally... Uh, uh, selfish. So, I would but, before before you, before you uh, uh, I just want before you cap before you talk cap. I would just like to say that um, Laflaca says that we are all looking handsome. Thank you very much. I just want a clarification real quick. And so, is your question what's worse, doing something with a consequence that 
can be dealt with at a later time and possibly event uh, averted or doing something with an immediate consequence. Is that, that your question? I would, yeah, I was asking who's, who's, who's worse off there. Yeah. I was just, you know, cool. just, but again, that was, that, that was to the, that was to the court. That wasn't yeah, to yeah, prove yeah. a point, but I mean, you know, they, they took See, care of Thanos too. You don't, you don't understand. I know my client is an idiot. Yeah. Don't say about it. We Thanos know that. Moron. Like he is literally a moron. <laughs> I'm being real here, but this thing is a moron getting emotional use. That's a terrible balance. Sylvie was driven, calculated, and committed, and still was warned not to do something, and she did it anyway. If that is not selfish, she was warned by a known liar. That is not selfish. Tell me what's the definition of really selfish is. You're told not to do something. She was also warned by. She was also warned by. She was warned by him and Loki. Yeah. Hold on, Loki. Would never want anybody do about doing anything stupid. But he's I, like, yeah, wait, he's recognizing, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, this dude is literally telling us and showing us shit will go, it'll go to shit if we do this. Let's not do this. And it was still done. I once again, I get Star Lord's point. Believe me, when he first did it, I was absolutely furious. And I was in that theater, like, yo, if I could find this dude, I'll punch him in the throat right now. But at the same time, same for her. You were told. By the being himself, yo, don't do this. It's going to go left. And even Logan's like, yo, let, let's think about this. Before we do anything, two people that have been around for so long and have been through so much are telling you, easy, and you still do it? How is that not selfish? I, I, I just want to point out that cabs... And again, for me, he's over there. Yeah, that's yeah. what he is. Actually, correct. He's well, down. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's where he is. He pointed out earlier that towards the end, he who remains was goading Sylvie mm. into killing her. I he wanted. I don't, I don't that remember action. saying that. Uh, <laughs> show, that's show, something you brought up. Show, can you get the cinematographer to look that up? No. Thank you. Check the check the tape. Check the tape. Wait, 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 wait. So I said, I said that Kang, and I'm sorry if it was a confusion. Um, I said that Kang told Sylvie what would happen if you kill me. And yeah. he he already oh what I said was he already knew how everything was gonna end, but he still gave her the choice. Yeah, but you also said that he he seemingly switched from trying to stop her from killing him. I didn't say Kang. I said Loki. Loki tried to stop her. That's what I meant. I meant Loki tried to stop oh, her. They, they had a yeah, because he didn't try. Kang didn't try to. Kang told her like, "Yo, chill." But I meant like the fisticuffs that they like they fought, and then she knocked them to the other dimension so she could go and handle business. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant. Sorry, no. I am sorry, Blind Devil. I know that you hear through everything. And I do apologize for the confusion. Sir. Real, real quick, real quick. I would like to introduce uh, Toe Tags because he has some information that's pertinent to this case. <clears throat> Yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm listening. Yo, son, you mad late? Where you been? At? Yeah, well, you Whoa. know what it is. I'm, a, I'm spectating right now. You know, Yo, listen, I, I'm jumping show, in and out. Show came here early, and you're late. Well, yeah. listen, I was here, but I'm in the back. I'm with the cinematographer. I'm just, I just want to, you know, do a little fact cool, check cool, here. Cool, 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 cool. I you just, just want to do a little. Judge Judy, the executioner. Oh well, no, I, I'm watching in the back. I see him. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, I want to, you know, just interject here. Uh, Lay, you mentioned that Loki and Kang told Sylvie not to do what they did, but also when um, Starlo was pissed off and he was questioning Thor, everyone in that scene told. Star Lord to stop because they had 
they had oh, yeah. Thanos. I just want to I just want to put yeah. that point out there for oh, you. That's no, yeah, we both yo, yeah, Spider-Man said it's like, only status. Yeah. Yeah. Tony said yo, it's almost off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, nah, I just I just got it, bro. Yeah, I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying? But perfect, but bro, let, bro. Let, let you guys bro. go back to doing your thing. I would also like I would also like to to point out that um Star Lord was a crime of passion and Sylvie was premeditated. But y'all go back to your thing. Thank you, Judge. Yeah. That was that that was part of my closing statement. I'm so upset <laughs> Sorry because for my last closing statement, I was gonna be like, Sir Devil in Red, have you ever loved anyone? <laughs> well, you can still you can still do it. You can still do it. But are y'all uh y'all done with the witness? We are done. So right. I'm, I'm, done the, I'm done with this one. All right. I was so, I was so, not aware Loki was still with us. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still he's still on the thing until like I tell him dismiss him. You may you may leave. Uh Cabs, do you have the alligator by this time? Yeah, Cabs. That's that's the that's the that's my star witness, but he's he's a uh, he's a little hungry. Yeah. This, is, this has been an hour already. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh Cabs, do you have a witness? So I was going to bring up Loki and uh our let already did that. I have no further witnesses. Okay, uh, for Cheryl, this for this case. Yes, for this case. Uh, Cheryl, do you have any witnesses that you would like to bring up? No. No. Yeah, All right. All right. Uh, for that so, <laughs> if there are, if there are no further witnesses, I would like to hear y'all closing statements. Uh, I would I would talk I would either to the gentleman dressed extremely sharply, or look to caps. Look at look at the top. Look at the top. To yep. a to a DD or to caps. So, I will say this. I will say this. When when love is mixed into things, crazy crazy things happen. Now, one of the main reasons that everyone gave Star-Lord so much shit is because his the love in his life that made him act the way he did was not a love of a nurturer, caregiver, a life giver. It was but a mere girlfriend. Mm. So that automatically makes the average person like, ah, whatever. But let's say that it was love for a different person, someone more important, like a mom, like a dad, family, and I'm not trying to disrespect the love of a, of a girl, but I know the devil in red. And he has often said in this very podcast mm -hmm. that women in movies and love in movies tend to mess it up. So I think that his biased opinion about Stardard is solely driven by that. Had it been the news that Thanos maybe took out Peter's mom or a dad or anything. I think that the blame would still be there, but it would be a lot less intense. Now, let's look at Sylvie, who wasn't driven by anything but rage and hate, not love, not that beautiful, warm feeling we get from a hug and a kiss from someone important or when you microwave the food perfectly. That you don't got to mm. put it back in. Mm. It's a great feeling. Yes, it, it is. Yes, it is. It wasn't driven by right. anything <laughs> warm and bubbly like that. It was just sheer hate for the TVA 
And when she took down the TVA, she made it a point to continue the rage and not only break the trust that she's had with Loki, but kill the person who has been watching our timelines closely for years, who has kept us safe from other variants of himself. Now, I am not saying here that any one of these two is less or more to blame. I'm just saying the blame should be equal. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, podcast, vote wisely. Vote with your heart like Star-Lord did. I'm done, Your Honor. Hold on, before you guys speak, I would like to... Uh, ex- Can I please go next? Oh, I think you're All right. Go ahead, go ahead, Cap. Go ahead, Cap. So, your closing argument. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Your Honor, my fellow uh, lawyers here, combatants, I was asked if I've ever felt love. And the answer is no. But since you want to bring up love, simple facts of the case are Sylvie, the woman, finished her job and came to completion. Has there any has there ever been anybody mad of a woman coming to completion? I say no. Mm. <laughs> now, Star Lord, as the typical man, if he would have just lasted 30 seconds, Whoa. everybody would have been happy. But no, he was premature, and everybody hates <laughs> prematurity. So Bye. if you want to take uh, if you want to take the facts into consideration, does prematurity look Deserve the same level of hatred as to completion. You are mistaken if you think oh, they do. That was good, sir. Women never complete. That is a myth. You did. What? I'm telling you right now. No, that they is you're doing something wrong. Anyway, no. sir, look at my tie. Uh, this I've, closing I've, statement. I've made some girls statement. complete in my time. This okay, is, this is true. This is true. He. It's one of those pandas. One of those times. That's um, right. When, with the panda tie when, on, te, te, I, would, I would like te, to I would like to point out that the te, man with the panda tie is, of course, knowing that women don't go to completion because pandas don't they, mate either. They, but anyway, te- <laughs> technically, when I'm done, they're done. But go ahead, complete your statement, sir. I would like to present to you <laughs> how much I've completed. Do you see that picture over there? No, I, actually, yeah, I we actually, I can't, can't see. Not, it. No, well, oh wait, wait, well, yeah, it's, it's it's small, There's, it's small. There's two big heads over there. <laughs> one of them is mine. The other one is my seed. So yeah, no, he has completed. This is this is true. Uh, I am well, this is the epitome of completing. But you, 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 <laughs> technically, you completed. She may have nodded. I completed. <laughs> but when you are done, she is done. I <laughs> prematurely completed. No, no, no. Back to uh, my okay, argument. No. Back, back, back to our argument. And back to while, argument. while I do appreciate your comedic approach. <laughs> to the, That's gonna be to hard the to situation beat. at hand. Back to the argument here. So I will in say, closing, go ahead. Yeah. In closing, the the level of hatred again has to be appropriate. One immediately caused the death of half of the known life in our universe or the 616 universe. The other has unknown consequences because we already know that there was a multiversal war previously and we know the outcome 
We know that this will spark a new multiversal war, Mm -hmm. which again, there are Kangs that will be on our side. Mm -hmm. So the consequences might not even come at all. We might be able to come to, we might be able to get to a conclusion before any drastic measures have been affected. Therefore, the level of hatred for Sylvie should not and cannot be as high as they are for Star-Lord. That's how you must vote. That's how the facts weigh out, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. So please, take that into consideration and vote and judge the way this is supposed to be. If it pleases the court, can I bring in one last final witness? At the closing statements? What the yes. It, it, it pleases the court. It does please the court. It please the court. I would like to bring to the stand Dr. Stephen Strange. MD. Say I only have one question for you, Dr. Strange. It's Dr. Strange? It is Dr. Strange. Do you swear to tell Dr. the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, Dr. Strange? I do. He does. He does. Dr. Strange. After Peter Quill did what he did and messed everything up, you went into a state. You fought the Mad Titan, and you fought him well. Kudos to you. I do have a question. You being the keeper of the Time Stone, the sole protector of the Sanctus Santorum, did you not see this happening? And was this not the only way? Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Uh, I, I had to cross-examine this witness. You you may, yeah. but keep it short. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Stephen Strange. So Sylvie did what she did, and we've argued that point, and I've made my closing statements, so I don't know why we're doing this part. But anyway, one question for you. Now, Wanda Maximoff. There we go. Peter Parker. Are they not more threats to the multiverse immediately? Wait, 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 wait. You cannot bring up Peter Parker because that movie has not come out. And we don't want any kind of spoilers <laughs> for any kind of thing that's happening. So that will First be stricken off, from the record. No, no, Cinematographers no, no, no. stricken Spider-Man yeah. from the Yo, record. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know what's in the trailer. I have not seen the trailer. I am it's a not- law-abiding citizen. Hey. I am Judge Toe Brown, and this is my courtroom. I am the law. Show, are you wearing a scarf in my court? Judge Judy, that's incorrect. Everybody knows what the hell is. Nobody, no one knows. So you're not going to let him answer my question? He can answer the question about Scarlet Witch, but not about Spider-Man. This this is a kangaroo court. This is a kangaroo court. There will be no justice, sir. You do not call me an animal. If anybody's calling somebody an animal, show, show, call them an animal for me, please. Like, congratulations on your victory in this case, because uh, clearly right. there's no justice. Hey, man. I haven't mean, done the closing statement yet, so I, yeah. I can fuck that no. easily. Right now, you are talking about events that have not happened yet. Dude, the whole argument is about events that have not happened. Kang has not showed up. Yeah. So you oh, cannot, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. No, no, we don't have, sure. the, this, the argument is not whether or not 
Kang destroys us. The argument is, was Sylvie right? And does she deserve the same amount of treatment that Peter Quill has gotten for his actions? That is the argument. That is the case that we are in. Yeah, but your boy brought up a witness that has nothing to do with that case and then tried to make a point off of it. So now I'm cross-examining to try what, to negate that point. Was Doctor was Strange, Doctor Strange there, not part uh, of it? Was he not there when Peter Quill punched Thanos in the face and ruined their plan? Yes, but is Doctor Strange not also there where two other people have done more harm to the multiverse? Well, uh, none of those people have done harm to the multiverse at that point. None of them have. Sylvie hadn't done harm to the multiverse at that point either. We're arguing this. Yo, well, I'm well, holding she, you guys in contempt. She did. No, no, no. Did, well, Listen. no, what I'm saying is at the end of Endgame, there was no multiverse stuff. Multiverse started Listen. all after um, um, Endgame. The, and Sylvie understood multiverse. She understood what was going on the TVA. She still did what she had to do. Listen, My yeah. witness stands. That's right. The, the rules, I'm, I'm the rules of engagement. To show no, that no. There's two other no, no. people no, no. The who, who may the, have done shit listen, more. The rules of engagement are we will testify what we have seen. WandaVision has been shown to completion already. And the trailer has been shown to only argue what the one thing but I the to say. But whether you have seen the trailer or not leads to speculation. There have been no, there a, has yo. been no explanation <laughs> of what's happening. Yo, Cap got me done. This bullshit. This no. Bullshit. If, if you want to cross-examine the witness based upon the Scarlet Witch and her experience, you may do so. But if you want to bring in future facts... That have not been proven yet, you may not. Such as such as the multiversal war and Kang being a, a real threat. We saw that. Kang, Kang has what? explained so that the multiversal that? war has. We, we, we saw that. He's, he's explaining he, it to us as he's he showing us. Like, he showed they us have, how they got the multi dimensions. Yeah. They cross over the multi dimension, and that's how he became the one who's left. Plus. And they and they explain the same thing and the shit that I'm apparently not supposed to talk about. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair to Cap, to be fair to Cap. We had had some rumblings in Spider-Man Homecoming about the multiverse. So I'll give you that, Cap. I'll give you that. No, no, no. No further questions. Go ahead, Lady. Do your closing statement. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I want to ask Doctor Strange one thing. Yeah. How bad is Sylvie fucked up your life right now? You got to deal with all this shit at the end of the day. Objection. Badger the witness. The other two. I'm asking him a question. Yo, listen. You asked him. I didn't. This is a witness I have not spoken to yet. I should have never bought a how, box. How messed up yeah. is your life going to be? Correct. Wait, wait, well, well, polite way. Well, in a non-New York way. To, how messed up is your life going to be now? Well, to to, to you got to deal with the ramifications. To, to be honest with you, lay that is also speculation because we have not seen any kind of you know backlash on Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. So so that question should be stricken from the record as well. But you well, may continue with right? no no. no I, so I, listen, you may yeah you may continue with your closing statement. We have some more cases. Yeah. So. <laughs> court, jury, individuals, I stand corrected, excuse me. Um, very simple. We have two very similar cases in many ways, but one is very, very obviously a crime of complete passion in the moment, getting, I mean, traumatic news in a moment where you're supposed to be composed. I mean, could you imagine doing that? You're in the middle of whatever important job you have, and all of a sudden you hear some devastating news. What's your first reaction? Could it be rage? Could it be sadness? Probably punch somebody in the face. Could it be a little bit of both? You never know. Now, the other one is simple 
simple, cold, calculated hate, period. The medical did it, took down the TVA, realized there was something behind that and kept going, but was warned by the individual itself that was the victim and by another version of, of themselves. Two individuals way more experienced in these worlds and understands the ramifications of what's happening. The individual that was murdered literally explained right in front of them with literally with pictures, with models, what happened right they in front moving. of them. They were yeah, moving. literally with models showing them this is what happened. This happened. Very, that happened. Yet, literally with malice in her heart and anger and rage, but cold and very cocky understanding what's happening, fought herself, very nerve herself, to complete the mission that was told don't do by two individuals. And did it on a level that, which is right, we have not felt the ramifications, but who's just say it's not worse. But we will. Which is easier. You see, Excuse the me. devil that you know and the devil that you don't know. I would argue that ramifications were felt immediately when Loki yeah. went back into a different timeline. So, yeah. And I'm saying this. But this, it wasn't this, half the population. The devil, Quill was a devil that we knew. We knew what was going to happen with that if they didn't complete it. This is a devil we don't. So now we sit and wait because somebody decided for all of us, literally in one stabbing motion for all of us, that she knew what was best. She may have not known it, but she did that, ladies and gentlemen. Period. She thrust that blade into the torso of he who remains, Thrust. or the last one left on the house on the left. Right. She did it, ladies and gentlemen. She made a choice for all of us, and none of us, none of us had a say in it. So, you tell me, is this the kind of person you want not to get the exact same kind of hate that Mister Quill is getting? Once again, <coughs> Simpleton. Know this here, more intelligent, more cold, more calculated. Passion planned out, and a choice made that we will all one day suffer for, no matter what. My adversary wants you, wants you to believe. Might no, inevitable. Yes, we have to look back on this episode later yeah. on to see what happens. Like after Ant Man comes out, we gotta come yes. right back to. Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that I had the choice when I, we all got snapped up. <laughs> well, hold up. Well, all right. So, show we would like to hear your closing statements. My closing statement is, I feel, <clears throat> brother Loki, well God Loki, attempted to act. Like he was gonna try to stop his girlfriend, so he's kind of guilty. <laughs> yes, he has to be kind of guilty because this this is what we've been waiting for the entire. <sighs> his wife is. What do you think about Peter Quill? Peter Not... Krill. Peter Krills. Yeah, Peter Krills. <laughs> Krills. A partner Krills is here. Peter Krills. Okay. Peter Krills. Yeah. It's official. Now, show. Uh, is it is it his girlfriend, his wife, or another version of Loki? Because we're we're all confused here. Which one are you talking about? This is the other version like, of Loki. The other version of Loki that he fell in love with. I mean, 
Yeah. Unlike, I mean, other, unlike our boy Cab, most people love themselves. <laughs> I do not love myself. Neither do I. You say you wouldn't want to be with yourself, so I would not. I would not. Would you want to be with yourself? Hell no, yeah! I, I know I exactly when to shut up. I know exactly when to speak. Cap, Cap you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Cap, don't let the narrative fool you. Me and you agree on a lot more things than this show lets off. We do. <laughs> don't let the narrative fool you. We agree. I'm telling you, we do. These guys just like to put fuel on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, show your yeah, closing arguments. Closing arguments. Um, this is a story of love. Two men <laughs> in love with two beautiful women. He's not wrong. And Gomorrah is definitely beautiful. I would. I love. I. I prefer Gomorrah over Sylvie. Yes. Yep. Yes. Can can the, the cinematographer write down the court know that uh, green bitches are hot? With or without the green paint? I like with. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I also like to. I like the cinematographer. Sorry. I would also like you to write that. I like a lot of. I like a little green in between. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I would like the cinematographer to. Uh, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> put on the record that this is a kangaroo court. And it's a sham. That would be stricken from the record. Perfect. I would. I would like the pornographer. And the cinematographer. Can you put porn in parentheses and quotations? That's. I'm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start an all alien porn magazine called Green Betweens. That's it. There's gonna be a whole lot of bush in that. So has everybody Yo, finished their closing statement? Aliens probably have hair. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. I don't and, mind. And I don't mind. Nine, nine. Keep it. Keep it natural. Keep That's it natural. It. I don't That's mind. It. Keep it natural. That way, I know you're not fucking around. Word. If you're not shaving, it's not in use. That's how I look at. It. Yeah. If you're not shaving, it's not in use. And what? that's words spoken from a true pimp. All right. So has yeah. everybody finished their, their closing statements? Sure. All right, we will now go into deliberation. Show, can you hit the the law and order beat? I came in here. I came here trying to be Jack McCoy. Thinking about it, I actually watch episodes. How did Jack McCoy do it? My favorite lawyer in TV, Jack McCoy. So, verdict is in. Hold up, we we like to like the chat. Wow, no deliberation, huh? Well, the chat will deliberate right now, and they will decide who's guilty is not, and we will also deliberate me and show amongst ourselves, and we would we would have a 50-50 vote. I don't think the court knows anything that we're talking about. It's all right. So, chat, does Sylvie deserve the same amount of aggression and um, blame? Vitriol. Vitriol. Thank you for the big word. I needed it. Gotcha. Vitriol that Star-Lord... AKA Peter Quill had when he punched Thanos. Does Sylvia, when she killed the one who's left, deserve that same kind of treatment? I want y'all to vote right now. If she's you guilty, know, put one. If she's innocent, put two. And if no one votes, I swear to God, I hold you all in contempt of this fucking court because you don't know. I know exactly where you live. I know your social security number. And look at the face on Show's face right now. 
I got a question for the jury before they go into the room. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's guilty the tie's a clip on. Uh, sir, this tie is not a clip on. But, uh, on. I, I, I think he's talking about the judge. No, oh. no. This is not a clip on tie. Yeah, mm. oh, I am 100. Yes. I am 100% authenticated. Thank you so much. Now, and don't, and don't, is, and don't. This is skin. So it can't be me. And don't let me show you. This is this is this is oh, whoa, this, whoa, whoa, is, this whoa. is a Tommy suit. Now it should cost wow. a lot of money. Right now, he's got that Tommy Hellfinger. If she's no, guilty, if she's you guilty, press that. one. Put one in the chat. If she's if she's not guilty, press two in the chat. I do. I do have a question for the jury. How many, what? how many lives, I know how many lives Peter Krill's Quill, 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 like the, like Krill. the duck. Peter My Quill. boy Krill. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Quill. I know how many lives his mistake cost, which is half, half of the world disappeared. Half of the universe. Half of the universe. How many lives did uh, Sylvie's mistake Yet to be determined. Well, well, technically, technically, she did kill one person. Yeah. Yes. TBD. The and not only that, we <laughs> don't know what's up. Yeah. yeah, she did. Oh, she did get and, um, robot, and she chopped the head of a couple of robots. Robots don't count. Robots yeah. don't count. Yeah. They're not robots people. don't count. Outside we, of the realm of the the world, robots do not count. Wait a minute. Didn't you kill a bunch of TVA agents? Nah. That's a lie. Yes, she did. She's no, not killing TVA remember, agents for they, a long they, time. They go. No, they no. go back to the. Food, uh, they go. They go to that place. Yeah. They don't necessarily die. Oh, that's like oh, that, that dark, place? That dark no, world yeah. where we and see Kang. Where we see Kang Tower. Yeah, she killed the person you shouldn't have killed. Yeah, so, she killed the one. one for guilty, two for innocent. The one on the house on the left. That's we right. Have, we have one guilty. Left. We have which, one guilty. Which case is next? Uh, are we gonna do the cap case next? Oh, we'll do Ultron and we'll end with the cap case. Oh, thank oh, God cool. I can take this shit off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, man, you're you're robbing us of yeah. your beautiful eyes. This is true. All right, so show, show. Yeah, just let me know when the cap case is because I, I can see the change. relief in him. Yes. I can see the relief. Show me and you <laughs> will deliberate right now whether they are guilty or not. You cannot take any advice from the other lawyers in the building, and this has to be solely based on your opinion, based on the facts. That are brought up upon the case, and um, also he did not fuck the later Loki. Wait, Monica Lewinsky was in this. Ooh. She was one of the the people who got snapped from Peter Quill. Okay. All right, so based off of what you heard, Joe, do you find Sylvie guilty or not? Does she deserve the same treatment as Peter Quill? I don't think so. For the simple fact that her the effect of what she did is to be determined. That's why I was asking. Yep, Peter Peter Quill, uh, Quills mistake. Just call him Quills, man. Just call him Quills. Yeah, I'll just call him Quills. Just call him Quills. Star Lord. Yeah, Star Lord. mistake caused half the universe. Matter of fact, it caused my boy Hawkeye's family, which is the same. Same issue. Why you going crazy? My boy was going crazy. He turned into Ronan too. So you, you, you causing problems everywhere, bro. It, thank you. For, I was gonna say that, boy. but thank you for saying that. I was gonna say he became Ronan. He wasn't exactly a a great guy. He was yeah. murking off everybody. 
Oh, I mean, he made Yakuza. Echo. Oh. He made Echo. So Didn't I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You cannot, you cannot be swayed in this deliberation. I forgot to mention Ronan for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. So, uh, all right. So, so you say that she's uh, not guilty. She's. I don't. I don't think she's as culpable <laughs> as as Star Lord. So give a give a give a manslaughter. Give 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 <laughs> give, give him. I mean, she, she did murder somebody. Sorry, so. <laughs> she did murder somebody. So yeah, I mean, yeah. she did. So, so you agree with the uh, cap that you know she deserves some kind of blame, but not the same blame as as uh, Star Lord. Correct. Okay. And uh, apparently, no one in the chat has any kind of balls. Well, the um, pro wrestling says she's guilty. He did say guilty. He also said uh, three. Wait, he wants to. He demands a retrial. <laughs> hey, Damn. hey. When we find out what happens after Atman, after after yeah, yes. we Absolutely. can't we can't you can't go to the court of appeals and we can't have an appeal on the decision. <laughs> you yeah? get it after Atman. Well, this no is true. This is, this is the way the judicial system works. But Cap Cap is often right about everything, so you know yes. we'll see what happens after Atman because he'd be right about it. Did you say the court of jujitsu? Yes. Okay. All right. So I, I thought I misheard that. So we have a, a guilty in the in the in the chat, and a not guilty in the deliberation. So it's down to the judge. It's down to the judge. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, no pressure. At any moment, anybody in the chat can put down a one for guilty, a two for not guilty. It's funny. Pro wrestling podcast just put one. Yeah, I, I I I've seen it. But yo, they're following the ten the 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 ten step program, and yo step. 10 now would be put one or two in the chat and then step 11 would be go fuck yourself. Don't go fuck yourself before you put in a uh, a vote. But before you like and subscribe. Yes. Now Cap does bring up a point. She went there solely to kill this motherfucker with no equivocation. You know, despite Loki's best effort to stop now, that could have been a way, you know, Kane saying all that shit would have happened for him, for her to stop and not kill her. Because he did try to bribe them. You know? And Quill had the same warnings. And Peter Quill knew beforehand the, the, the veracity of Thanos getting all of the rings together. There's another guilty in the chat. So it the the, the problem here is one is like Lay said a crime of passion where Mr. Mr. Lord, Star Lord <laughs> did not have a moment to think of his rationality. Because if we all been in a place of anger, anger takes us over. There is no rationality. There's no thought. There's no reason. There's no rhyme. But also, when you live in a place of hate, hate leads to the dark side. And there cannot be no light that shines in the dark side. So we are arguing the same thing on different scales. 
I would have to vote that she is guilty. And we shall judge her the same way we do Mr. Starlow. Because it's not like her, the outcome of both of their crimes just affected them. It affected the entire universe and multiverse. So as a, as a man of the law, we have to treat both of them as an adult. And we shall send them to prison. So the votes have it on the charges of uh, equality. 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 I'm equilibrium. Yes, yes. The equality and the synergy of, of blame when it comes to irrational movement. We find the defendant, Silver Lady Loki. Silver Lady Loki. Guilty of all charges. You may now hit the, the, the tone show. Shaking hands. We're shaking hands. Oh no, I'm finding somebody in the back alley. <laughs> Drage. Drage. You gotta put Drage. the suit back on to hurt somebody. Put the yeah, suit back on yeah, 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 yeah. to hurt somebody. It ain't no it ain't no thing to put that back on. Oh, yeah, so look, basically yeah. we just put Star Lord back out there for you. Go get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Go get him. There you He's go. out there for you, there bro. You go. go get him. All right, this yeah. this this court, this uh this subject of court has been adjourned, but now we have the matter of case seventy two fifty seven, or as show likes to call it seventy seventy. That is <laughs> Seventy-seven out of a hundred. That number was strangely close to the number of my building. Seven two seven five. That's crazy. Well, because well, because uh, the incident happened right next to your building. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I know Tony Stark personally. Yes. All right. All rise for the Honorable Judge Toe Brown. All right. Now show today's case will be was Tony Wright in building Ultron. Now I would like for the, the lawyers to explain the side that they are on and give an opening statement. We will let Lay do the first opening statement. Um wow. Okay. Didn't expect this one. Um I believe Mr. Stark's mind was in a very traumatic state at the point. I'm sorry, this is for Pro Wrestling Podcast. Now nah, we slacked up, yo. Yeah, um, I, I got short son. The the, <laughs> the gentleman had been through so much and he had caught a vision of what he believed the future would be, which was true. But how do I say this in a very politically right way? He fucked up. Mm -hmm. Essentially trying to protect the world he doomed it in its own way. So his mind, his heart was right, but his mind was way off. By the way, let us be honest and also blame Bruce Banner. There are two yeah. parties in this. We do not just leave one party out there. Bruce Banner was also part of this. So make sure we are, they're both guilty. I believe he made a horrible error and he was wrong. So, ladies and gentlemen, please understand, this was all Tony's ego driving him. 
beautiful opening statement. We will now go to, to show. Show, can you give us your opening statement? Um beautiful opening statement. <laughs> here we go. It's the money one right here. <laughs> uh Tony Starks. <laughs> he got a lot of money, right? True. He does. Right, right. Yep. So why not be like Elon Musk and Bill shit? I mean, you, you never go wrong. Bill what was the name? Ultron? Dutron. Ultron. My Ultron. man built Dutron. Dewdrop. Built Dewdrop. Oh, man. So, yeah. Let that man build whatever he wants. But go ahead. <laughs> so, just to be clear, your opening statement is everything Lay said was bullshit. And I have this stricken that record from the record except for thank you. Uh Apparently, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't understand what he just said, but I'm with it. Yo, the, he built the uh, Dutron, and he's rich, so fuck yeah. it. He's right. Yeah, he's Dutron is gonna be part of Diamond Comics. Yes, yes. That's one of our first main villains. <laughs> Dutron. Dutron. All right, show. Thank you for your eloquent uh, opening statement. Appreciate you. It was almost like a soliloquy. That was over. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. You would have to keep your opening statement down to at least five minutes, but we we appreciate you showing up to the court. Now, uh, Cabs, are you ready with your opening statement? I am, Your Honor. A wise man once said, by the name of Moiza Azim, he said, when people try to find peace in Gondolad, Destruction made its way forth with a sign that says infinity ahead. Now, man often builds the weapons and machines that they feel will bring upon peace. And it never does. It is man who has created their own weapons of destruction that they use against each other. So the question that we really need to look at here is was Tony's place in, was Tony's heart in the right place? But like I just said, when you try to build peace, war often follows. It's very sad. Now, I know a lot of people look at Tony, drunk, wild man, but Tony has saved the world a couple times up to this point. Tony was tired. Tony was very tired. And while building Ultron might not have been the best thing to do, we ended up receiving one of the world's best heroes because of it. We also got one of the world's best villains. Well, depends on who you ask. <laughs> Ultron might not be that person. So while I do agree that Tony is everything he said he is, you know, brash, egotistic, I think this was the one time up until this point where he was actually being, like he was actually being sincere. And then later on events after Infinity War, 
the first thing Tony comes down and says to Cap is, said, I wanted to build a suit of armor around the world. Now, how badly would he have messed up to get there? We don't know. But what I'm saying is, he was right in, okay, he was right in trying to build something that would help us, although it wouldn't eventually lead to war. He was right for doing it because he didn't build Ultron. He tried to build something else, and Ultron was a byproduct because artificial intelligence is nuts. So was Tony right for building Ultron? No. But was Tony right for trying to build a suit of armor around the world? I say yes. I'm done. What a lovely uh, opening statement. Cap, the floor is yours. Uh, just for a point of clarification here. So we got two votes that he was correct. And Lay saying he was wrong. Absolutely. Oh, by the right. way, side note. I want to thank the judge for completely shitting over my statement. But as you were. Oh, that was that was not me. That no, was no, show. No, no, that no, was we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done at this point. Come on. I, love I am Fuck the law. That's, that's what, you know what that sounds like? Oh, you look great with glasses. So when I take them off, I look like shit. No, what it sounds like is I was oh. trying to justify. I'm I was trying to uncode the decoding of show's fucking statement. All right, what? I am Judge Toe Brown. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Show hey. said he's rich, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so once again. Once again, Judge Judy, uh, we got the execution two for yes and one for no. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So my opening statement, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, was Tony Stark right in building Ultron? I argue, no, he was not right. He made a decision out of fear. And everyone knows when you make a decision out of fear, you often come to the wrong decision. He tried to play God and create life. And everybody knows when you try to play God, you come to the wrong decision. As Cap Bones eloquently put it, every time you try to end a war before it starts, bad shit happens. And Tony tried to end a war before it starts, before he knew exactly what he was up against so my friends my countrymen lend me your ear nice. as i say he is wrong all right beautiful opening statements we'll, we'll bring it back to to lay they uh please uh further deliberate i have a, I have if you a have question a... i have a question oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i have a question yeah caps was tony in fear when he made Jarvis? What? Was Tony was was Tony when he made Jarvis? Was that a decision out of fear? No. Okay. So why is it okay for you know he built Jarvis? It wasn't out of fear. I get that. But what's to say, like what if Jarvis messes up? You know, then what? It's another AI, right? Dude, what? Mm -hmm. He built an Alexa. Okay, we're not. Okay. That's not what we're arguing. That's essentially what he. I mean, Ultron was just another AI that took over a body. They no, literally no, no, fought no. each other. It was a battle of AIs. 
Did, did you not see that part? It was literally yeah. a battle of AIs. Now, Ultron was version 2.0. I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is, what's the difference between making Jarvis that worked and Ultron that didn't? And again, that's my argument. Was he right in building Ultron? No. Was he right in trying to build the suit of armor for the world? Because Jarvis is the beginning of that suit of armor for the world. It got a little out of hand with Ultron. And again, I agree with you guys. He shouldn't have built Ultron. But he wasn't trying to build Ultron. He was trying to build the suit of armor on the world to protect the world. So because, and again, it's like Monday morning quarterback. If you threw the right passes, if you made the correct plays, you're a genius. But if you didn't, you suck. So when he made Jarvis, which is the beginning of you know him getting to Ultron, that's okay because it worked. But because Ultron didn't work, now he's wrong. That's just my question. Hey, you want to take this one? Listen, man. All right. So I, I guess where Cap was trying to go with it was um, we're arguing the point of Ultron, right? And I understand the 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 AI thing lays perfectly into it, but Ultron ultimately did. I mean, I can't imagine any damage Jarvis has done, but Ultron pretty much killed a city. You know what I mean? That's a that's a little much, especially when you're like as Cabs put so eloquently, when you're trying to build a suit of armor around the world to protect it, and you wind up dooming it almost instantly. And let's remember the thing about Ultron is: is he really dead? It's an AI. It's it's a program. Yeah. He can transform himself to anything at any time in a split second and still be around. So you essentially made a never-ending. Uh, threat to the world you know what i mean it could be same, at any point that ultron decides today's the day i'm gonna come back same thing as jarvis though yeah yeah but right that's, now that's a, ultron could be in a satellite chilling somewhere right now so what's what's the difference between and and i'm, I'm gonna shoot this over to cap no it's in a sense is it's, and i've always said this, this is one of my arguments that i love when you do something wrong everybody will remember that when you do something right nobody cares that's what i'm saying that's literally no, no, I, my I, point that's literally and my I, point. I, yeah. i'm with you yeah but i'm arguing the fact of he was wrong for making Ultron for the fact is he was fueled by trauma, like fear, like Cap said, too. He was just he saw the vision with Thanos and he was like, yo, I got to get ahead of it. And just like that, I was going to use that Cap line before Cap used it. You know what I'm saying? When you try to get ahead of it, you make everything worse mm -hmm. because you think you know what's really going to happen. And it winds up being worse than that would actually happen because they've been they went through New York. Right. Yeah. They did that, right? They went to New York, they, they saved the world, or they avenged it, whatever you want to call it. But when you when you get to that level, and then you try to prevent that, what's not to say, in a sense of whatever's coming, sees you try to do that, and can surpass that. And now yeah. you're essentially, what you're doing is, you're pretty much putting a guard around every part of the world, and not giving them anybody your choice about it. He didn't ask anybody if they need the world armor. He made it for their, it's like the silver thing. You made a choice for all of us. Yeah. You didn't ask us. He didn't go to the UN and goes, yo, can we do this? Well, after yeah, seeing yeah. after seeing when aliens it, drop in Manhattan. I, I get it. I get it. But he went in there with the usual stark swagger for yes. egotistical fear. Which is, which is the problem. That. He went which in there the also like, yo, I know what's best for the world. Kind of like Dr. Doom in a, in a, in a, in a sense. Which and you then guys, he dragged you guys, Banner you, into it. Which you guys love. Which again, Bruce Banner's part of it. Let's remember Bruce, this. Because yes. it takes those two big brains to figure that shit out. 
Le, one would one would say that they both deserve equal Absolutely. blame. I am. I am. I am. I, am, I, I like what you did there. I'm, yo, every, yo, everybody gets a smoke. Hey, come on, Banner please. was in that lab. Banner was in that lab. I have a question, though. I have another yeah. question. <laughs> and, and I'm going to direct this one to, to Cap. Sure. So, okay. So this was all driven by fear, right? So when Iron Man was built, when he made Iron Man, he had to get out of that cave. He got out of that cave. Everything is fine. But he saw what was happening. And the fear of his weapons going into the wrong hands led to the creation of Iron Man and by Captain America, known as the world's greatest uh, hero. So again, the difference, what is the difference from the fear of his weapons getting out there, him making Iron Man and bringing in all those villains because he's out there now playing superhero. What's the difference between that fear and the fear of making Ultron? Okay. Yeah. Here it is. The Iron Man suits are only a web are only designed for him so he can try to alleviate right we Jarvis, saw one of the iron man suits try to choke penny i mean uh uh, uh pepper we saw them and he had to sure. shut it down he could shut it down you're right there's yes. an off button so there's an off button here's, here's the is. difference jarvis as you brought up right is nothing more than a fancy alexa he is an artificial intelligence please stop downplaying jarvis uh Alexa is also an artificial intelligence that can uh, learn she, to grow, recognize your voice, is, and all that. That is not artificial intelligence. She listens to voice commands. She cannot think of her own and make decisions. Jarvis can. So, okay. <laughs> Fine. You want to put that on there? Cool. What he was trying to do with Ultron, if you remember correctly, he was trying to use the Mind Stone yeah. to make a sentient being. Yeah. A uh-huh. sentient being is not an artificial intelligence. He was trying to create a new life using Jarvis as a base plate, which means he that worked knew, out so well. But he knew that Jarvis was not the same as Absolute. whatever he was going to create. Absolutely, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. So to make time a sentient, um, little fact check here. Jarvis is not an AI. He is a quantum computer. Oh, that's even that even helps our argument even better. I just want to throw that a quantum computer is a quantum computer is not the same thing as what Ultron is. I just Ultron is a sentient being. Yes. Jarvis understands that he has the capability of thought and figuring out shit and all that. Ultron knows he is alive. Ultron, where Jarvis simply is. Yes or no, ones and zeros, black and white. Mm-hmm. Ultron, he knows fear. He can understand fear. He can understand emotion. He actually showed some emotion. He showed the ability to quip and be as fast as Tony Stark. What Tony did was Which is great. One of my favorite lines in that movie. What Tony did was he let his fear and yeah. He let his fear push him in a direction further than he himself and Mr. Banner yes. were capable of understanding because he did not fully understand the threat that was coming. Because he only he saw an image, he made a he made an assumption, the wrong assumption, 
And he led that to create probably the worst possible outcome. Yep. Where if you look at now, you brought up Monday morning quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. The shield, the armor around the world, they already had the Avengers. Yep. They did unbelievable shit to save everybody, to bring as many people back as possible, and to defeat Thanos. His fear that he needed an external force to do that was unfounded. Therefore, he was wrong to do so. Okay. So, uh, Judge, and uh, with all due respect, I would like to know your source that states that Jarvis is not an artificial intelligence. Give me a second. Because, I'm, I'm fact-checking because that I, also. Because, because I myself have done some research. And uh, from the Wikipedia, again, written by uh, uh, human beings, but not just that. Uh, I've looked at plenty of places, and apparently Jarvis, or J-A-R-V-I-S, is an artificial intelligence created by Tony Stark. Uh, and Jarvis itself stands for just a rather very intelligent system. Uh, that kind of sounds like an AI butler to me. So... No disrespect, Judge. Just uh, wanted. But listen, listen. I, I was, I was, I was double fact checking uh, show's mistake, and it turns out show was wrong. So he is the artificial artificial intelligence. He is. He went from a UI to an AI. Yes, sir. So I listen. So show next time you interrupt. We have I problems. honestly, I would, I would give you guys that. Um, that he was playing God. Uh, there is one specific line. He says, "I don't." Um, he tells Bruce Banner, don't give me the uh, metal or wasn't meant to metal medley. Stupid line. Kind of cheesy. But he basically says, hey, don't, don't, don't tell me not to be smart. Now, again, and, and that's why I started my opening statement the way I did with that quote where, you know, when you try to find peace through lead, it often leads to war. It, it does. Mm-hmm. But... I think the real question here is, you know, it's not, was he right or wrong for making Ultron? I think the question was, was he right or wrong for trying to create something that can protect the world moving forward? That's what we need to ask ourselves here, ladies and gentlemen. And we've seen Tony Stark on many occasions try to build stuff that doesn't work. Like I mentioned before, uh, 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 one of his suits, uh, you know, physically choked Pepper. Yes, it had an off switch. He could have turned it off. Great. But I think a lot of the things that Tony Stark does is not led by fear at all. They could be led by hubris. They could be led by his God complex. But ever since Tony Stark became the Iron Man, he noticed that we needed to end the fight somehow. And that was what he wanted to do the entire time. You know, Captain America needs war, as people often say. So he's not ready to stop the war. He's ready to react to war. Tony's ready to stop war. And although it kind of didn't work out that well, his heart was definitely in the right place. What came out of his attempt at true artificial intelligence, because you're right, Cap, Jarvis was low-grade stuff compared to what Ultron was. You're absolutely right. I, uh, I, I completely agree there. But I don't think 
the mistake was him trying to do something to save the world. I think the mistake happened when Ultron came up. And, you know, again, we need to ask ourselves, the world's greatest hero, as said by probably the world's greatest hero, Captain America, <laughs> right? Like, let, yeah. let's yeah, be I honest. I agree. No, I agree. One, yeah. of, one of them, at least. As mad as Steven was about the whole thing, in Endgame, when he comes down, he tells Steve, like, I told you, we need a suit of armor around the world. She's like, well, you know, I told you we would lose together. All of that. I completely understand where you guys are coming from. Tony Stark is a loose cannon. But Tony Stark is always a loose cannon, whether he's in or out of the Iron Man suit. I think this was just another failed experiment that led to some pretty big casualties. But the thought of goodness was there. So again, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, ask yourself, what is the real question here? Was he wrong for making Ultron or was he wrong for trying to protect America? God bless us, all of us. Like, can I take this real quick? Here you go. Yeah. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. You took a man who had a base level knowledge of what the soul stone was by clear definition of their reaction to how everything came about they had a base level knowledge of the soul stone his good intention means absolutely nothing when the end result is so far gone and I'll tell you why. I can't agree there, but... There I'll tell you why. There was a burg scenario. There's a burglary. Two houses down. So to feel safe, I need to buy a gun. My intention is not to murder anybody. My intention is not to harm anybody. My intention is purely Protection. the safety of my family. I leave the gun out. Bam! My kid caps himself. Somebody else. When the law comes around, they don't go, ah, but the gun was only for this. Your intentions were good. You still get the consequences of your action. Murdering someone who is jumping into your house is not a good intention. That is no, a no. protect it's a protective intention, got, like 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 Tony yeah. was trying to do. You're right. I get but, I I agree with when, you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, when the gun goes off accidentally. Because it will happen. The consequences still exist. Mm -hmm. Regardless of Tony's intention, his outcome was one that could have been avoided because he did not. He did not need the Mind Stone to put a shield around the world. Case in point, wow. at the end of Iron Man 3, he had all of his suits operating independently he already had a, a force that he could deploy at any time to protect it from any threat he didn't consult with cap he didn't consult with shield he didn't consult with any other governments around the world in order to completely make this uh, suit of armor as he calls it as lay said he consulted with no one and when you try to take things into your own hands it doesn't matter your intent okay you are wrong Okay, so I'm going to say to that, so I completely understand you. 
average Joe gets a gun, lives in a rough neighborhood, uh, and you know he's doing it to protect himself. There's some burglaries around. Kid gets into the gun. Okay, what if that guy was a cop and needed to have the gun in his house? What if he had constantly saved the world over and over again? What are the repercussions at that point? Yeah, if you constantly save the world over and over again, what are you afraid of? The threat keep coming down. It's not yeah, about and you it's not them. about it's not about saving the world over and over and letting shit happen. It's so, about trying to prevent it altogether. Okay, let's bring that up. Let's bring that up since you brought it. A cop alone mm -hmm. does not have the ability to enact on itself. He still needs to one abide by the laws. Two, mm -hmm. he still would need the entire department's backing in order to do something about the crime in his neighborhood if he was that afraid that he had to keep preventing over and over and over and over again. He still mm -hmm. would have to go to someone else for help. Taking yeah. it upon himself is still the wrong thing to do. True. But I think at this point we had established that the Avengers pretty much did whatever they want. So, I mean... No, no. But we're not... But but the argument is not if the Avengers did whatever. He, Tony. You, he wanted to, to encase the Earth in an actual defense force. Mm -hmm. You cannot act alone. Even with Bruce Banner. You cannot take just two people and try to enact such a force like that. That is the wrong move every time. And Lay, if you want to jump in here. I'm and and, and again, and again, so that's, that's, the, that's the, again, and that, not that it helps my point, but again, we're not mad that Ultron happened. We're mad that he didn't consult people because <laughs> let me tell you, if he brings this up to some of the best minds in the world and has backing behind it, let's say he goes to Thunderbolt Ross with this. He's like, yo, we're going to make a suit armor around the world. And Thunderbolt's like, yeah, go for it. And then he messes up and Ultron comes up. What's the difference? Yeah, you know, you know what the difference is? And I'm sorry, late man. I'm gonna jump in. I'm with it. I'm with it. Go ahead. Here's as long as you guys keep this cordial, we can keep this going. We're very cordial. <laughs> Here's the difference. If the entirety of the world said, "Go ahead, let's do this," you would have more than two minds look at the Mind Stone and understand exactly what it is. He would have been able to talk to Shiri. He would have been able to talk That's, to I was going to bring up Sherry. minds that would have been able to figure out, oh, this is show exactly as well. what it is. This is exactly how this would manipulate itself. And then if consequences arose from that, then at the very least, the entire world had a plan and it didn't work. You so cannot... Again, so again, the question is not, was he right for building Ultron? Was he right in doing it on his own? No. But the thought remains that he was trying to do something good for the world. Yeah, and I get, I, 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 I get your irrelevant. point. I, I mean, that's irrelevant. I, Everybody I wants Star Lord. We just argued that Star Lord was fighting for a loved one and he still gets blamed. So then Tony Stark still Tony gets was, blamed. His he was fighting for the world, though. He was fighting for the world, though, which is which is, which was the point made that it was a selfish thing. So what I'm trying to say is, and look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like, I kind of saw where this is going, and I decided to back my boy Tony up a little bit. 
But and I agree, you guys are making great points, and you guys, you know, I will stand by and say that you guys have definitely changed my mind. I can say that. But I'm saying the real problem here isn't, or the real question here isn't, was he right for building Ultron? The, the question is, was he right for trying to do it on his own? And I think it's no. So, I mean, you still get some kind of, I mean, this is a superhero we're talking about. This isn't a bad guy. You know, this is, he has a little hubris. He's a little, you know, wonky. But I mean, he was Earth's great, greatest defender at that point. You know what I'm saying? You know, he, Cap hadn't said it there, but he was part of that. So I think had he acted accordingly, everything would have been fine. But because he did it alone and didn't get consent and other minds into it, that's why he's wrong. That's can can I call my it. first witness? Yeah, so you can call your first witness. Don't call Rody. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> calling Daniel LaRusso. Holy shit. The karate kid. Yeah, why? Why? D Daniel, I'm gonna... do you uh, swear I, to I, tell I, the truth? I, I, have truth feeling, but the truth? I have a feeling I think I know what Cap is going with this. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's why I'm bringing this this witness up, Mr. Larusso. We have previously stated that Mr. Stark has saved the world multiple times. We have clearly seen that him and the Avengers uh, were capable of handling extraterrestrial threats. I'm fucking up the city in the process. Right? Actually, it was only a few block blocks. It wasn't really that much of the city. But anyway, well, it doesn't Remember, matter, right? That Mr. doesn't matter. It turns to ash. Condensed. <laughs> yep. Cap. Mr. LaRusso, my question to you is like much like yourself, if you trained for three movies in a martial art to defeat your enemies, why the fuck are you still afraid? Much like in Tony Stark, if you have beaten back every no. single threat that has happened, why the fuck are you still afraid? If you've trained in if you've trained in boxing. If you've trained in boxing your whole life, and you yeah. see Mike Tyson on the other side, you're not going to be scared? No. Right. There's a you see Mike Tyson no. biting his fist. There's a difference between mm. nervousness that can sometimes be useful in a confrontation and flat-out bitch-like Danny LaRusso fear. Your comments are all... Your comments are fueled with hate for Mr. Daniel LaRusso. This is true. Sir, he's badgering his own witness. He is, he is, and you know... Hey, uh, permission, uh, permission to treat this witness as hostile. It's your hostile witness! <laughs> it's your witness! Show, show uh, you got a message. Would you, you like to elaborate that, on what's going on? You can't do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Show, would you like to elaborate what's going on? I know you got a message in the OBS. I, I did. I, I got a message on the OBS. Oh shit! Y'all sending me messages. Uh, Tony had PTSD. To elaborate. Wait a minute. What? All right. So you fucking up. We we talking about the post-traumatic stress disorder? Is that what you're saying? Show that he had PTSD. That's exactly what I said. You see, I thought you wouldn't understand. I'm glad. Glad you came to your fucking senses. Would you like to elaborate on that show? Um, according to the message. <laughs> go no, I don't. <laughs> All right, so so Lay, Lay, would you like to? Go ahead. Lay. Yes, yes, sir. I just want to speak on two very dangerous things that Mister. Three things is very dangerous about Mister. Stark: uh, ego, fear. But most importantly, the need to protect something that's already being protected. I don't. I don't understand. I I understand 
the thought. And Kev's right. The heart is in the right place. It absolutely is. I understand it. But you got to give him credit for that. But you are on a team with a god, a super soldier, uh, the best spy slash assassin in the world. And Natasha. You have literally a, a gamble. <laughs> you have so a gamble bomb. You have a gamble bomb. And the most accurate human being on God's green earth. I mean, you have a tactical genius, and then you're a genius, and then the gamma bomb, when he's a human, is as useful as the gamma bomb. As a genius. And still. You know what I'm saying? And still Thanos was able to have. But, but, but I'm just, what I'm still saying Thanos, is. But that's when, all because of Peter Quill. What I'm saying is, <laughs> once you get everything accorded, right, and then what do you have? You meet <laughs> what the most technologically advanced nation in the world. You meet his leader. A man who's also the eighth smartest person in the world, and then his sister is smarter than him. I'm the seven. And then they have the rarest metal in the world yes, that you, you are, can sure. use. And then you who are. do you who do you find there? Cap's best friend, who is a trained soldier and one of the best assassins ever, is a winter soldier. I mean, come on. You really need a suit of armor around the world and you have this at your disposal? I mean, clearly there was a like, suit of armor. There was like, there was like another couple movies that demonstrated I'm saying that, yeah, maybe you won the first battle. And then the second battle you won is the is a battle you made. <laughs> you made that battle. And then you fight amongst each other like a bunch of bitch asses. Great scene at the airport, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. And then you bring in more heroes. But the point is, every time it gets worse, you find another solution. Even when it's your mistake. There's another way. And it's so never a suit of armor. It's the people. Like Cap said, I believe in people. So what you're saying is... I don't believe in Tony's suit of armor. I believe in the people that are around me. So what you're saying is that this mistake ultimately led to the advancement and or upgrade of the Avengers. This made them fight harder for the world. They realized that they didn't need a suit of armor because... Necessity is the mother of invention. So when, my point stands. No, what I that actually came out of civil war when they realized they were broken. They were, they were, they were kind of broken. Yeah. They were broken. They realized they're better together. Well, they, I mean, they, well, you know. well, remember they, they were also broken in, in Ultron. That was when they went to to Clint's house that they were well, all messed yeah, up I, because I agree, of Wanda. They got so they really were broken sort of broken because of, because of our next point where they, they, when they really got broken. Our next case is when oh, they really got fucked. Yeah, this is what gets interesting. Can I just bring up one thing real quick? The fact that in Age of Ultron, Tony Stark tried to single-handedly put a suit of armor, acting all on his own, and then immediately in Civil War, turned on like, no, 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 we need the backing of everybody. We can't just be out here <laughs> doing things independently on our own. Yeah, yeah. He learned his lesson. Yeah. But no, no, no. building, building Ultron, building Ultron... You was told hard. The was necessary. You, told the government, you can't have my suit of armor, and now you want to side with the government that you were fighting so hard against. And Iron yeah. Man too. Remember, yeah, did, he was like, "You did. can't have my armor." You cool. didn't want to bring him in. So, to help. Mean, so I don't want your help now. You know what I mean? It's like yo, but and the and the crazy thing is, Cap is a soldier, and Cap realizes we can't let these people point us in a direction as a weapon. We have to be responsible for our own shit. Like Tony has to be responsible for making Ultron. I have, I have a, I have a question. 
Now, since uh, it, it's two on one, I would like to ask a question that might be in favor of cabs. Technically, it's two on two. No, well, I mean, show is as, as masterful as show is as a as a litigator. Show is simmering with the genius thought in there. I see it. Yes, yes. It's in yes. there. He's going to come out with, it, with a yeah. beautiful one. I yeah, show is waiting for the right type, uh, right time to strike. But I would like to it's ask. Yes. I would like that to ask a question. Tired running that wheel. I would like to ask a question, and maybe this will uh, sway your opinion a little bit. But uh, Tony Stark created Ultron, but Ultron also inevitably created Vision. And Vision became a strong weapon in defeating Thanos and, and all this other stuff and all that. So couldn't his mistake make a right? Oh. No, because oh, Vision, Vision destroyed Ultron. Thor did. Yeah, he yeah, he did it with the hammer. Thor, Thor finished the process that Tony was trying to start. Himself. Yeah. And then and then and then great point that you bring up, Judge, because the minute Thor arrives back on Midgar. He the first thing he says is Stark was right, and 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 fucking, you know, puts the lightning on the thing. He says Stark was right. I'm no, not crazy. But why did you do that again? Because the mistake fear. is already made. Because it was over. Yeah, I get. I get you. The mistake was already <laughs> made. Who's right? Cap. Cap was right again. All right, so I would like for everybody to go to their uh, closing arguments. If you have one show, I would like for you to start with your closing argument because I can tell you was thinking about it this whole time. <laughs> Tony Stark has PTSD. Holy shit. Closing argument. That's it. There you go. That's thank, why thank you for, your, thank you for no, your argument. Ironically, yeah. Insightful. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, individuals, should I say, um, once again, all this has proven is that Tony Stark's fear and arrogance has led to creating one of the most dangerous threats to the planet ever. A threat that has not, that has honestly not been nullified or destroyed. Ultron is a program. A program can go anywhere, satellite, cell phone, till the time is right to strike. So this is an error that, once again, while Mr. Stark's heart was in the right place, his fear and his arrogance were in the wrong place. And just like Sylvie, something we might suffer, no, something we will suffer for later, because Ultron is still a threat. We saw it in What If. <laughs> we saw it in What If. So I'm going to judge, and I don't mean to interrupt and uh, just jump into my closing statement, but I feel like we all learn something here, right? What did we learn? That Tony we Stark learned... had PTSD. Well, yeah. Wow. You know, <laughs> Tony Stark did indeed have PTSD from tons of things that had happened to him already. And again, the point of the Avengers is to avenge. They said it. They're... Tony Stark said, we're not the Revengers. We're the Avengers, right? So maybe... Tony Stark should have spoken to more people about it, maybe gotten the right permissions and grants to get this going. But it remains that he was not wrong for building Ultron. Ultron was a product of him trying to do the right thing. And I know my opening quote spoke about that exact same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to get out of the court with one thing in mind. 
if Tony doesn't push the boundaries as he usually does, we don't have the vision. You know, and if Tony doesn't push the envelope like he does, we wouldn't have an Iron Man. We wouldn't have the world's greatest defender, not hero. I need to fix that quote. Sorry. So one can say that Tony's fear, that Tony's gravitas, that Tony's recklessness has led to some of the best heroes being put together in this universe. So again, I want to tell you guys all that Tony is an innocent man. He's only guilty of loving America. I'm out, y'all. I don't. I don't like to say universe. I like to say America. <laughs> so, people of the jury of all gender pronouns, uh, I would like to point out that the vision was brought up, and in my closing arguments, my in my closing arguments, I would like to point out that in Endgame or Infinity War. The vision was a non-factor. In Endgame, he was already dead, thus not necessarily needed to defeat Thanos. So again, in this context, his intentions do not matter. The outcomes matter. His outcome was probably, the well, at the time, the second biggest threat that they had to then deal with. Then any positive outcome from that was nullified and proven to be completely useless going forward. So the sum product is a worse outcome followed by one that didn't matter and didn't play a role anyway. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, once again, you have to take the facts of this case and vote that Tony Stark was wrong. I rest my case. I would like to point out that Vision does indeed kill Ultron, but you know, it wasn't completely useless. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Neither's a stick. I mean, you know, Vision is very important to a lot of things in the MCU. I'm just saying that. Just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, if there's no other uh, deliberations or any other. Uh, statements that would like to be made or any other witnesses that would like to be called, uh, we would like to go into deliberations right now. And uh, the chat, remember, type one for is uh, Tony Stark guilty and type two for is if he's innocent. LaFlaca has already stated that she's going to vote for Capside, so that's one guilty verdict there. Wait a minute, Capside? All right, guys, I'm off to work. My future vote is in favor to Cap. Please count it in. That was a... Yeah, she yeah, literally is yeah. Yeah, that was a message that was stated. Uh, show. I didn't even see that. Yeah, it's, that was so long ago. It, yeah, that's that's messed up. He's paying for witnesses. He's paying. He's paying the jury. He picked the own jury. This is a jury of his peers, not Tony's. This <laughs> is a well, jury of all uh, of our peers. She didn't even. She didn't even hear. You guys she, she didn't even hear anything. Well, well te- exactly. te- technically, the only one that's Tony Stark's peer is the show. I, I, I'd like to. I'd like to have her vote stricken. Is that no, the right no, word? No. 
No, yeah, it has Yo, to. She's she didn't even, people. She didn't even hear the facts. I'm a stranger to this land. She didn't even hear the facts. Can you look at the cell phone for 1-800-FACTS to see if she called in to get any facts? She didn't get any facts. Let's let, let, let's let right here. She did. What, when did she send that message? Uh, we started this. We started at 1051. Okay. Okay. That's enough time. <laughs> That's enough time. That's enough time. <laughs> I don't see that message. It's in between the lay messages. Yep. <laughs> the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. I agree. But hold on a second. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see hey, it. we're already right. done, man. Let them deliberate. No, yeah, yeah no, no, no. You, 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 you guys took this one. I just wanted to be the contrarian. 15, it's the 15 message up. Ultron, Ultron was a pretty shitty mistake. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, show we're gonna deliberate. What do you feel about uh, about the arguments being made? Everything is prolific, man. You guys are awesome. Y'all should have been. What the fuck y'all doing? Fucking podcasting for? Y'all should have been lawyers, man. Especially my boy, my boy, uh, Cavs over here came dressed to impress. I'm, I'm impressed by you, man. You look like a telemarketer. You look like you're about to sell something. That's you like you in the meeting in the morning. I, you look perfect, man. That's what I do for a living. I would like to ask uh, Leia a question. Um, what does prolific mean, and and what is show's verdict? Because I can't understand. I have no idea what I don't have no idea what show said. I'm not gonna lie to you. All right. As he okay. was speaking, as he was speaking, I was like untying my boots, and I heard something that sounded prolific. Yeah, prolific. Yeah. So, so prolific. <laughs> so show one more game. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, is he guilty or is he not guilty? Them's the answers we want. Uh not guilty for me. Tony Stark's not guilty. I got one. All right. Well, you, you got the guy who was arguing your same point on yeah, your side. Yeah. I'll <laughs> well, take it. I'll yeah, take it. it. You got somebody that didn't even listen to the whole argument. Yeah, this, she this literally all votes go to you. So literally for the rest of the night, all votes go to you. <laughs> That's not she fair. Well, no, that's right. That is just for, that is just for this case. That is not for the next case. But uh, but, but but yeah, I would I would like to to add for the record that the outcome of Ultron was that Sokovia was destroyed. He destroyed an entire country. Now, in you know reality to the gun, it's not that the kid shot himself with the the gun owner and left the gun out. The kid went to school and destroyed the school with that gun. Greater damage has been done. It's like building a house with the intentions of creating shelter, but you don't have any skills or you rush and cut corners and now the house falls and kills everyone living in there. The intentions were great, but the crime has still been committed. That's, that's a good analogy. I'll give you that. Yep. So with that being said... Or metaphor, I should say. Yes. With that being said, you have to be responsible for your creations and your choices. And if we do not hold Tony Stark responsible for their choices, then we are no greater than Kim Kardashian getting her lawyer license and passing the bar exam. So on this, I would vote that Tony Starks is guilty. It's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. So can I have a moment before we start our next case? Yes, you can have a moment. No. So, so the the case of the the numbers that I spit out before we started this is closed, and uh, 
Now, all rise for the honorable Judge Toe Brown. <laughs> for, the, for the third time. Yes. Hey. Give me, like he's walking in and out of the court. Give me one second. All of us rise for the honorable Judge Toe Brown. All right. So now, <laughs> gangster, I was one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always a lawyer. Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have the oh, the great Captain America in the building. As we wait for our uh, leader, uh, attorney Cabs to come back. We will discuss case number Avengers issue one and the oh. inner sanctum of case number 8207456 8472 8675309. You understand the case that we brought apart of show? I did. Good. So let me further elaborate because I'm pretty sure you have no idea what we're talking about. Nope. Now, Captain America is on trial for the crimes of not telling Tony Stark that it was Bucky, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, who had killed his parents, thus making Tony Stark become irrational and possibly what drawed the Avengers to split. So when cabs come back, we will have a defendant and a plaintiff for this case. Those are the facts as I have known it. And we would, we would like, you know, their opening statements. Now show, would you like to give your opening statements before cabs come back? So that way we don't waste cabs time. Of course. Perfect. Uh, cabs is back. Captain America. You're muted cabs. Sorry, Judge. Uh, I was in the bathroom beating myself up. I cannot lie today. No, it's 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 okay. He was kicking your your ass. I didn't mind. Oh, I was kicking my ass. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, introducing Show to the case. Go mm -hmm. ahead, Show. He's he's giving his opening statement. Captain America <laughs> cannot control. What's going on with Bucky? I mean, if Bucky killed your parents, why well, I gotta tell you? <laughs> Open the <this> statement. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if, if that's not an opening statement, I don't know what is. <laughs> so uh, we will we will uh, give the opening statement flow to Cabs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cabs. So this is a rough one for me personally because i have gone back and forth on this throughout the years i was iron man at one point i was captain america at one point and you know i think this question has a lot to do of when you asked it because i feel like i don't know just throw a number out there about 50 percent of people have probably changed their minds Jesus Christ, shut the fuck. from where civil war was back then to where it is now. I being one of those people. All right. I was Team Iron Man 
back in the day, you know, I, you know, if you, you know, if you know that kind of information, you should definitely tell me. But again, this is a question about heroes and you know having a good place in their heart, you know, a, a good a good heart. Um, you know, Captain America didn't keep this away from Tony to be an asshole. He kept it away from Tony because he know how he knew how Tony was going to react. And you know, you know, he also understood that, you know, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, was under brainwash. And again, I'm like, I gotta be honest with you guys, I am down the middle with this 50-50. But nowadays, after seeing Bucky and his story arc and everything he's went through, and 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 seeing that one specific line in Civil War where Tony's like, Yo, do you even remember them? He's like, I remember all of them. After mm-hmm. seeing after seeing that and thinking about that and seeing where Bucky is at as a character now, I am gonna side with Captain America. He didn't need to tell Tony, at least not then. At least maybe when the mission was over, when maybe Bucky was healed, you know? So again, you have to ask yourself, jury, about good intentions. It's 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 been my point this entire show. No pun intended. Um, you know, the intentions were good of Captain America. The intentions were good. He didn't want to tell Tony, he didn't want to mess up the mission. He could have told them before, you know, there was things. I am gonna side with Captain America because it was the overall good for the team to not say anything and you know, keep the party going. And look at what happened when they did find out the band breaks up. So Captain America had the right idea in mind by not telling Tony to keep everything job and, and, and tight and cohesive. See? That's exactly what I said. Yes, this is what exactly. we heard. Yeah. Word for word almost. Mm-hmm. Cabs did use bigger words. I'll give him that. But yes. Lay, would you like to submit your opening statement? Yes. Um I Disagree, my esteemed colleague here. I believe uh, Cap, especially Cap, being who he is, knowing his character and knowing the man that he is, what he stands for, Ooh, what he's known so, for. So I mean, he can have world, good intentions. The world knows him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The world knows the man. And you would never think Cap would be one to lie to a friend. And not necessarily lie, more withholding information, but still. You know what I mean? Lie by omission. It's still a lie. Still a lie. You know what I mean? So I feel that the first thing you do is you got to let them know. I know the moment Cap went into S.H.I.E.L.D., when the Winter Soldier, he saw that. Fury showed it to him right away and told him, this is what happened. Now, during the Winter Soldier, when he would have told him, it would not have affected Cap at all. Because remember, he's doing his own thing at this point for shield and no one knew bucky was alive until that movie until that those events true everybody would assume bucky was dead and had no idea the true i mean at that point cap had no idea about the winter soldier period which is insane in itself but once you find out it's bucky after information has passed through you have to understand tony's going to react the way he's going to react regardless yeah you know, he is spontaneous, hot-headed, arrogant. So he's going to 
You know what I mean? And apparently his good intentions don't matter. <laughs> I'm salty. Hey. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, hey. So, ladies and gentlemen of the court, individuals of the court, everyone here, understand this. The most righteous man in all of Marvel to keep something this drastic from a man he's considered his friend. This man know, knew this man's father and considered him his best friend after Bucky was gone, unfortunately. This is information you are privileged to and you need to pass on to the individual that needs closure for the death of his parents. Because remember, at this point, Tony had no idea what happened to them. Yeah. He just knew they died. But to know how, and especially who, is important. Because maybe Tony doesn't make the mistakes that he's made. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Len? This isn't like a, like a no, combat no, no. type of thing. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I've gone back and forth with this mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, immediately after Civil War, I was on your side, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been on the other side of this argument? I started I started right away with, um, with Cap. And like, oh, I get why you, you see, you see, you see the switch. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. That's, that's why yeah. I asked because oh, I've spoken to a lot of people about this, and they're like, "Yo, at first I was Team mm -hmm. Iron Man, or, uh -huh. or I was Team Cap, and then nowadays, uh -huh. you know, ten years later, well, it wasn't ten, but you know, six, yeah. seven, eight years later, a lot of people switch answers." So I just oh, yeah, no, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. It took it took a, a minute for me to switch to the side I'm on now. Yeah. It was literally like a whole thing, like, "Yo, wait, what makes sense for?" the characters and what's happening with them like how we know the characters both yes. in the comic and mcu you yes. know like these characters are known for this you know and then i thought about the history right and about the timing when you tell the person and like i said no idea about bucky until afterwards soldier like literally in the end of winter soldier like middle soldier he goes bucky and you're like oh shit yeah the winter soldier is my best friend that's crazy great and then all of a sudden scene. all that stuff Amazing fight scene. And then all that stuff starts to unravel at one point, even that he had done it before at the end of Winter Soldier, at the end of Winter Soldier, Cap would have been like, shit, I told Tony. And now Bucky's alive. What happens when he finds out? Then Civil War is not only more heated at that point, because now they think he killed T'Challa's father and now Tony's after him. Oh, so hold on. Close. So hold on. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but oh, Cap didn't even no one knew about the Winter Soldier in the MCU, yeah. I mean. Not in the yeah, yeah, I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. At that point, no one knew who the Winter Soldier was. Yeah. So the question here is mm -hmm. when did Cap find out? Yeah. Now, did Cap know that a certain assassin was hired to kill Tony's parents, but he didn't know it was Bucky? Or did he find out after Winter Soldier? Mm -hmm. That's the real question here. Because th and this, this is why I'm so... This topic, I'm sorry, guys, for the indecision. But I'm super 50-50 on this because there's so much questions. And that's, that's an important question because mm -hmm. if Cap didn't know mm -hmm. about Winter Soldier, then he technically didn't know who killed Tony's parents. He knew someone killed him. So it's like, maybe, did he? So it's like, did he even need to say anything? You know, did he need to say anything at all? Oh, I felt what that information falls on your lap. So so that's what I'm saying. When did the yeah. info fall under his lap? That's, uh, it, but, I don't know. If, you, you, don't, know. you don't pull the Nick Fury and keep things from people. Well, Look at how it worked out for Nick Fury.
Oh, well, yeah. true. Also, um, we would like uh, Cap's opening statement, but I would like to say yeah. out that uh, after uh, Winter Soldier, they did leak all the information out on the web. So yeah. it was kind of public information. So if Iron Man really wanted to find out, he could have maybe. But go ahead, Cap. We'll give you your uh, opening statement. I wonder what side he's on. Me too. I, it's a mystery. We'll never know. I, I'm Listen, man. Please inform me. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> My great citizens of this jury, I have never wavered in my belief. I have been on this side since before the movie was announced. I will not let my bias interject here because my opening statement... As he's wearing the costume. <laughs> yeah, my opening statement is about a surface it's it's surface level i will get deeper as we go on but my opening statement is surface and it is as, as such stephen rogers was right i truly believe that on the surface he was protecting an innocent man from rash and possibly unwarranted consequences as seen in the fight between tony and cap the fight uh the fight for the innocent, is the right call. Being controlled, manipulated, or otherwise coerced leads to, the, to that person needing a very diligent and vigorous defense. Now, Cap going to, Cap knowing of the Winter Soldier and but not knowing who is not enough information to give Tony Stark. Exactly. Cap would never go without full information. That's what I'm saying. Once he yeah. finds out who the Winter Soldier is, he now knows that it is an innocent man. You cannot lead an innocent man to a slaughter. That is my opening salvo. Jesus. That's your... Jesus. Word. Word. Show, Show uh, would you like to uh, deliberate first? Hell no, nah, not the way he just came in. Shit, guilty. You have any you have any witnesses? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're supposed to be on my team. You got any you, are we calling any witnesses? Who's I'm by myself. You got me defending this guy? I'm not oh. I'm asking you for your pick. He's you the know, bailiff. He's the bailiff. Yeah, yeah. Show Exactly. Show just sit there and we'll let uh we'll let Lay call his first witness. Yes. Perfect. James Buchanan Barnes. Oh, shit. He just be oh, calling everybody shit. up there. Jesus. For the record, right. let the record know that's Bucky. That is Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. That is the Winter Soldier. Well, now, now he likes to be referred to as James Buchanan Barnes. Yes. He did nothing wrong. But in actuality, Mr. Barnes, are you not or were you not known as the Winter Soldier that through history completed some of the most famous and most heinous assassinations in the history for the gain of political power of the Soviet Union and yes, or their allies and Hydra. Yes, I will. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mr. Barnes, did you or did you not murder Tony Stark, Howard Stark and his wife? Martha. Because the possession of the original Martha. super soldier serum. 
Yes. Yeah, look right at me. All right. Mr. Barnes, do you remember murdering them? I remember all of them. I got you. Mr. Barnes, would you say in your own words you're responsible for all of those murders? I remember all of them. <laughs> he has admitted plenty of times that he is responsible. He does remember them. In fact, in Civil War, as they're going to the base where the other super soldiers are being held, he says it out loud. He goes, it wasn't you, Buck. And Mr. Barnes, what did you say? But I, I remember it. all of them. That's what he said. I think he said that Mr. three Barnes, times in the movie. Yeah. Do you hold yourself That was the only lines he had. Feel Mr. Stark should have known that you murdered his family. As for, you're the only one that can bring them closure. Besides, besides uh, Captain Rogers, even though he withheld the information from a fellow friend. I think so. Mr. Barnes, thank you for your time. Oh, go, I, go, go, I'm... go, go, Cap, go, Cap, go, 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 go
I would not like to question the witness. I would like to question this court. Again, Ooh. again, we need to ask ourselves, what is the root of the problem here? We all are aware that James Buchanan, not to be mixed, not to be confused with the drink. So great drink, drink it all the time. But Mr. James Buchanan, Bucky, a.k.a. Winter Soldier, everyone knows that he did it. The question we are asking ourselves here was whether or not Captain America was right or wrong for not telling him. So let's all get back, you know, leave the Winter Soldier alone. You're right. He did kill Tony's parents. But to Cap's point, he was also under mind control. And I think that's the biggest factor here, the mind control. I believe that if it wasn't a mind control issue where Bucky had just lost his shit, whether it's the war or whatever, and he did these harmful things, Steve Rogers would not try to be his friend, family. He'd be dead right there. And he would have probably told Iron Man, this is the guy who did it. I am the only guy that this man has left. I'm going to go help you get him. But that is not the case. Bucky was under a trance spell, whatever you want to call it. Those words are very weird. It's a very weird series of words to make him turn into the Winter Soldier. But whatever the case, I think that the only reason Captain America did not tell him is because of all the other circumstances behind it whether it's his friend, family, whatever it is. The fact of the matter is that the guy was brainwashed. Then we have Tony on the other side who doesn't care whether he was brainwashed, doesn't care eh, about this or that. He says that, you know, you, 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 you did this to my parents. So I think Captain America, and again, I've gone back and forth on this one so much. I think Captain America was right in not telling him just because of all the circumstances. I feel like those circumstances were not a thing. Captain America would have told Tony and would have probably helped Tony go and get his ass. But because of everything that's happened, I think Captain America decided the good of the team over Tony Stark. And, you know, it is kind of easy to dismiss Tony Stark because of the type of person that he is. You know, it's like Captain America kind of, he probably went there with it. He was like, yo, if I tell Tony, this is going to be a shit show. You know, this guy's my best friend. He was brainwashed. Let's just let's just let's just move on. You know, a soldier, soldier isn't supposed to say everything. You know, whether it's your mom or not, you know, soldier is not allowed to say anything, whether it's the mission or things that he knows. He's not supposed to just share like that either. Remember, like at the end of the day, Captain and Tony's relationship became a lot stronger. After Civil War and after Infinity War when he came down. So at this time, I would say that Captain America looked beyond Tony Stark and said, you know what? For the good of the group, for the good of my family, for the good of my friend, let me just not say anything. That's what I believe. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, so uh, there no more questions for uh, Bucky Barnes. We would like to, you know, get you off the stand. Appreciate you coming on. Mm -hmm. Get your old ass off the stand, please. Sorry. Uh, does anybody have any other witnesses? I would like to call 
Tony Stark to the stand. Oh boy. With or without the suit. Wait a minute. Without. Wait a minute. All right, Tony Stark. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Yes, sure. <laughs> All right. You may ask your question. Mr. Stark, I have but one simple question for you. If you were told exactly who killed your parents and the exact circumstance surrounding that situation that night before the events of Civil War, do you think you could have made a rational decision of exactly what to do with that information? Because it is, it is my assertion that regardless of timing, Tony would have acted the same way. I think so. So I put, I put to you, my fellow uh, lawyers here, if a horrific event had taken place with you at the center with you had no control over the event, would you believe it is fair for any outside parties that were affected directly by that by said event to come looking for their pound of flesh from you? Because if the answer is no, then we have our case here. We have exactly how the jury should vote. And if you believe that it's, if you believe the case where they should take their pound of flesh from something that you have no control over, be as remorseful as you are, then it is a necessity for someone to come to protect you from yourself. Again, hence why Stephen Rogers was correct in not telling Tony Stark. I'm done with this, Your Honor. Time to assume those are your closing statements. Yeah. Mr. Stark. Oh, guess not. How long have you carried around the deaths of your parents? Not knowing how they died. Not knowing if somebody killed them. It was just a freak occurrence. Objection. I would like to state for the record that... He was under the assumption that they were in a car crash. So he Understood. never questioned the method in which they died until this point. That's true. Let the, record, let the record show that the parents were uh, killed in the car crash, to Tony's recollection. Understood. Now, Mr. Stark, in many ways, you felt the car crash was the way that they died, according to my esteemed colleague here, correct? Now, finding out there was more diabolical way of it happening to your parents. And this is completely hypothetical. Would you, as a child, would you, as a man growing Whoa. up with trauma in your heart and your soul, want to know how and who? But most importantly, True. if a friend, if a trusted brother was to know this, would you want them to tell you? 
I'm assuming that would be a yes, Mr. Stark. I'm so right? I'm so back and forth on this. I'm so I'm assuming yes, right, Mr. Stark. This is a man you saved the world with time and time again. You look to this man because you knew your father. You fought with your father. Your father made that shield that he carries. Your father spoke to him in so high regard. And yet, information, key information to trauma in your life. And we know the relationship you and your father had was one that was volatile to say the least. Yeah. To know how he died. And your mother, the one you loved her so much because she balanced you and your father most of the time. She was the ref. You could say that. Right, Mr. Stark? Yeah. So your brother knows this. You have fought with this man. He has saved your life. You have saved him. And yes, Sergeant Barnes was under his mind control. That is not dispute, but Sergeant Barnes also understands that a man's responsible for what he does. Mind control or not, and he does feel responsible for it every day of his life. This is no way that you don't see that, all right? 90 years of war. This is Mr. Barnes's life, Mr. Sergeant Barnes's life. But you also had your trauma, just like he had his. Unfortunately, your parents' death are part of that trauma. Would you want your brother to tell you about that? Imagine how you could heal, how you can start to heal, Mr. Stark, if you knew that information and not find out the way you did in the heat of war, in your armor, ready for battle. Think about that. Damn. So I go, I go, like I said it from the beginning, I go so back and forth on this. But, Your Honor, do I have permission to treat the witness as hostile? Yes, you have the permission to treat the witness as hostile. Tony Stark, Mr. Pizzazz, Mr. Flash, you've constantly uh, done things we just proved 30 minutes ago how you've always might have the right. Uh, mind frame or might have the right uh intention uh, yeah the right intentions but that often leads to to peril to chaos do you think that part of the reason captain america did not tell you is because he knows how you would act because of the ramifications of possibly telling you and having you maybe go off or you know you know do crazy things not only to Winter Soldier, but to everyone else who withheld this secret for him. Is that a reason? Like, can we look at ourselves for five seconds and say, okay, maybe he did withhold that information, but did he withhold that information because he's a bad guy, because he's not my friend, because he's not my brother, or because of how you would have reacted? That's the real question here. Because if... If Tony Stark, Iron Man, was a level-headed individual who understood things, I think people, I think Captain might have told him a long time ago, like, Tony, listen, man, you know, my God, you know, my, you know, my dude right here, you know, he was, you know, going through some stuff, and, you know, you know, one of the missions, he just happened to go and, uh, you know, do this. And, you know, if Tony Stark was a level-headed person, he would have been like, well, that sucks. But, I mean, the guy was mind-controlled, and he seems pretty good now. He has a sick metal arm, too. We kind of get each other there. 
So I think the real the real problem here is is not that the the person on trial here should not be Winter Soldier or even Steve Rogers. The real person that should be on trial here is you, Mr. Tony Stark, which you are, you're in the witness stand. The the real issue is here, have you been able to take the news better? Would Captain America tell you then? And I think he would. I think the fact that he didn't tell you was because he knew you would go crazy. He knew you'd try to go for him. And he knew that it could possibly be even worse. It could be it could cause problems to the Avengers. And again, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying this for the for the sake of saying it again, I, I go back and forth on this so fucking much. Um, but yeah, I think the main reason here why Cap didn't say anything is because Tony's just too hot headed. So so all right, I have a question. I, I would like to uh, cross examine well, as well. Well, all right, I, I have a question before um you cross examine the witness. I would like to ask the question based off of humanity. Now, Bucket Barnes is the best friend of Captain America, Steve Rogers. Correct. And um, now, as a man who has friends, we tend to know our friends inside and out, especially when you go to battle with them and you, you know, you, you go do all this other stuff. And when you find out that your friend is doing some uncharacteristic to who they are, don't you want to figure out, stickers? don't you want to figure out what's causing this man to do things? Now, and if you find out that your friend, your old time friend killed the parents of your new friend, of a friend of the son of one of your friends, and you go, this ain't Bucket Barnes, this ain't my friend, why he do that? Would you tell your friend that your friend killed their parents without knowing, without going, hold up, this man was under mind control, or this man just turned bad, maybe I have a possibility of saving this man? And then after we save Bucky, we can have him tell Cap. Because wouldn't it be fair? Uh, wouldn't it be fair for Iron Man to hear it from the source? I'll just as a, as a as a man of humanitarianism, <laughs> I just want to ask that question to 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 sway your arguments and see how you further deliberate. But go ahead, Cap. You can you can cross examine the witness now. Uh, uh I just have a question or two for you, Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark, is it not true that you've harbored some sort of resentment from your father or for your father all the way up until that moment in Civil War and past Civil War? Yes or no? Yes. And I'm going to say yes because his statement was, he killed my mother. He killed, yeah, I was. Not my parents. Now, being that we've seen the end of the journey, is it not true that when you went back in time, the closure you received from your father was not from the death that was mysterious to to you to a point, not from the death where you have now know why they were taken out. Was it? Is it not true that your resolvement with your father was finding out that everything he did was actually for you, for you, and yeah. that he did love you, and then all your resentment for your father went away. Now, I would argue that since we know all these to be true, that Captain America telling you or not is irrelevant for the simple fact that he still, if he didn't know, 
he still would have harbored that resentment and he would have made it to Endgame and had that moment of closure with his father, finding out that, holy shit, this man does care. Plus, we know that he did find out and he still harbored that resentment until mm-hmm. the end. So, simply knowing led to a decision that was not necessary. It led Cap to do things. So I've heard uh, uncharacteristic come out of Lay's mouth from Captain America. Well, for Captain America, correct? I didn't say uncharacteristic. I said the character that we know know of Cap is this. So it's unfamiliar. (laughs) So unfamiliar. Yes. Now, what is unfamiliar about Captain America going to any length to protect the ones he loves, the ones he care about? That is not uncharacteristic. His maneuvers were not uncharacteristic. They were on par because I'm sorry to say, but a friendship of five years does not trump a lifetime with other, with somebody else. A few lifetimes. Yeah. It simply does not. And your only connection really to anything of your past, you know, besides Peggy, you know, yeah. which 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 passes away in uh well. in Civil War. Yep. Show, would you like to add anything to this conversation? Um Bucky is guilty. So is Cap. Um, yeah. I'm going to take this off because I'm about to pass up. Tony Stark has PTSD, correct? And nah, I don't want to add anything else. Everything is perfect. Well said. Well said. Perfect. Did you oh, listen it. to any of the arguments? That was, that yes. was phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, I did. That's phenomenal. That was phenomenal. This, I just would like to put it out for the second photographer. You're going to be like shows, shoot it to the point and make absolutely no sense. Yeah, this, for mm-hmm. the second photographer at home, uh, I'd just like to say that um, show is a uh, fixed malignant. There you go. Well, I want to tell everybody out there the show is absolutely, he's actually not under any influences. This is just show. Yeah. Anybody no. wondering out there? So, mm-hmm. would you guys like to make your closing arguments? Closing arguments because it's twelve o'clock and we need to wrap it up. <laughs> yep, we're, we're making a quick one. Yeah, quick closing, cl- uh, quick closing argument. I actually thought we had it. I was like, "Yo, we got like thirty-five more minutes left. We should be able to do this." Yep. Uh, but, but you know, it, this is kind of, kind of, it's kind of the nature of our show. Word. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna say again, you know, fair point. I get both sides. You know, I would want you to tell me about my mama. But I also understand the person that I am and understand the ramifications of you telling me and how I would react. And I feel like that is what is really at core here. It's the real problem. The real problem you tell Tony, he's going to lose his shit like 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 the average person would. But would the average person still lose their shit knowing that this other person was mind controlled? And, and, and you know, so at the end of the day. I say that while I do understand where you're coming from, let trust me, my brother. I do. I was Team Iron Man immediately after Civil War. But then looking back and seeing how both these characters have progressed and regressed, because both of them have, 
even Cap, seeing that the real issue here is if you tell Cap, if you if Captain America tell Iron Man, shit will hit the fan. In a in a stupid, you have another winter. You have potentially another winter soldier out there. You know what I'm saying? Imagine telling this to Iron Man like pre some of these events with the relationships the middle and what Iron Man has done. He could have fucking lost his shit. What if we have a Superman situation here? You know where he just loses his way with all this technology. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think you need I need Tony needs to look within himself a little bit too. Like yo, maybe I was such a dick about things. He would have probably told me. I am done, Your Honor. Nay. I would say the uh, the integrity of two soldiers would mean a lot, especially one that considered himself the way Damn. he is. Um, but especially Bucky. Shots mostly fired. Bucky. <laughs> mostly the fact that Bucky has legit said, "I did it under my control or not. I am responsible. I pulled those triggers." You can see in Cap Winter Soldier when he went to see Nakajima and he finally told him, "I didn't. I didn't have a choice." But he told him. You know what I mean? He had closure for a lot of people. And this, even Tony's volatile, arrogant self, deserves some kind of closure sometimes. You know what I mean? Especially from two men that the rest of us see as honorable individuals. I don't look at Cap any less because he didn't tell him, but I would expect more. Oof. Towards yeah, Tony. That's even you know worse. I mean? You're disappointed in him. I would expect more from Cap towards Tony. You know what I'm saying? Towards yeah. Tony's not a fellow soldier, but he is a fellow warrior in the sense of they have been on the field of battle together. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? And I, I get do. protecting your best friend. I'm all for it. But the expense of another friend, that's kind of tough. You know what I mean? It's tough. And I get that he had his closure before. He's closed afterwards in the time traveler, but I'm talking about in the moment. You can tell him. You're literally, yo, you literally battled with, you went to war with this man right next to you and you knew it and you never told him. And the guy that did it holds himself responsible, even though he really doesn't have to. He legitimately has the best get out of jail free card. I was under my control, but he still has the human decency in himself to go, yo, listen. It was me. I did it. I did all of them. And I remember them. Like he said to the little girl, you're going to remember everyone you killed. Yep. And he remembers it. And it weighs on him every day. You know what I mean? I'm just saying is, from the guy I read in the comic books and the guys I've seen in the shows and stuff like that, in the cartoons, I would expect nothing but 100% from Cap. I'm not saying he's wrong for not doing it. I'm just saying I would expect better from a guy I hold on a certain level. And even Bucky has that decency because he's going out there and telling everybody, yo, listen, I'm sorry. It was my fault. I did it. I don't expect you to, but at least you can have closure knowing their death was not their fault. It was mine. So, yeah. My closing argument is as such, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, as pointed out by my esteemed colleague here. Damn, I can't see it. My bad. As pointed out, James Buchanan Barnes spoke with the older gentleman and actually gave him closure. What is that? Judge Toe Brown. Oh. <laughs> really and funny. actually was able to give him closure as to what happened to his son. 
the opportunity for Mr. Stark to have said closure was given. Steve Rogers tried to explain. And before James Buchanan Barn had the opportunity to explain himself exactly what he was feeling, what happened, to give Tony that closure, Tony said, and I quote, I don't care. He killed my mother. And they immediately fought. Tony Stark was never going to accept that piece of closure, regardless of when you told them. So to prevent, to prevent what inevitably happened, certain information that was not needed was withheld. And I say it wasn't needed because in order, in order for closure to happen in an event like this, both sides have to be ready to sit down and deal with to the accept situation. to accept and Tony yeah. Stark as evident was not ready to do so. That's the only reason why I'm I'm saying what I'm saying because it's like like it's Tony, bro. You I tell mean, Tony it, it he's gonna spaz, but I understand. But I understand why he was found out. It didn't well, help yeah. the way he found out. Well, yeah, it, he's literally just also. <laughs> well, to, to, to be Wait, honest, that's 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 that road. I know yeah. that road. He sounds like yo. Hold on. To be honest, let me get this last in here. Let me get this last in here. So you just said it didn't help to find out the way he found out. The way he found out. The way he found out. But then a minute ago, you lauded the fact that James Buchanan Barn afforded another gentleman his closure. But you did not bring up the fact that he befriended this man for how long before he told them? What's worse, being fresh out, finding this information, and trying and trying to get an open dialogue against somebody who doesn't want it, or befriending the man, gaining a level of trust, and then shoveling this at him? So if if you're not mad at that. You can't be mad at this. Oh, anymore. no. Oh, you get it wrong. At no point did I say it was right what he did, but he did do it. It took forever. Don't get me wrong. But now why but, not, a, why not afford in, him? In the sense of finding out in a Russian base, in your armor, literally a weapon that can destroy both men that are with you, and you see it live and in color instead of somebody just telling you, yo, this happened, dude. But, You're literally on some... But, oh, why, but why make the argument oh, that Captain Newton is telling that? I have a cannon that? on me. I'm going to point at this man's face or his arm because he blew it off. Yeah. But, but why make the argument that Cap needed to tell him sooner? I make the argument because when... if you if you do it sooner and you can find immediate, possibly. But in the way he found out, it drove him back. The yeah. way he found out, he yeah. literally goes. The way he found the out, he found out yes. I was too. You killed my mom because, you know, nobody cares about the father anymore. You know, daddy, uh, daddy was rolling stone. <laughs> so you're like... He was. I'm gonna blow his head off. Saying, and I'm not saying I'm not saying befriending Nakachima was yeah. the best move. But we but Bucky is horrendous again. at this. And we've seen it in the show. He sucks at all of that emotional he, shit. He's so socially Horrible. awkward. Again, yeah, so awkward. Awesome. they didn't know. I trust people. Really? How can you not pick up the phone call from the one guy the that's alive that again. you know? Yeah. Yo, the one again. guy that you know that's alive, you know who's not picking up the phone call from that guy. We can we can ascertain from the movies. Oh, I know you. 
You can say semantics Cap, all day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cap did not know that Bucky was mind controlled until Civil War. And you can't go to somebody with part information. You got to have all the facts before you try so here's to. A question. Here's a question. Who is Cap to withhold information from somebody? That's a Nick Fury. Said, that's a Nick Fury shit right there. Said the, men, said the men who just, in our last argument, withheld information from everybody and tried to create sentient life. Tony oh, Stark no. is not innocent of this. Dude, no, he, I'm not he, saying he, he is. Yeah. I'm not saying he is, but Tony Stark is not on trial here. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's Cap. Cap is on trial. Yeah. See, I'm arguing what you did last time, talking about, oh, this, this is the point. Let's stick to the point. This so, is Cap's. This is Cap's error, not Tony's. Yeah. And, and yo, and I remember the last one I was arguing with you. Tony was wrong for not letting the world know. Cap is wrong for not letting Tony know. But this yeah. is this is a different situation. Cap had Cap did not have all the information to tell Tony. But he did he know Winter Soldier killed his family? Because he was looking at him like, yo, I knew. <laughs> but what? But what purpose would it serve? To turn around and go, hey Tony, Winter Soldier killed your family, and then Tony goes, all right, let's look into it, and then what? Same. Then you it's turn around and be like, oh, it somebody was fucking Barnes. Okay, so Barnes is dead. That well, that car crash has fed a lie to you. Somebody lied to you about the car crash. The truth. Tony Stark should have been forward of of upcoming about yo. We have the milestone and we're working on it. Set more geniuses and better tech. Maybe there's somebody like Doctor Strange, somebody mystical that could have been like, yo, I may have a little information on this thing. Because mm -hmm. Wong clearly knew about all that shit. <laughs> Wong was like, oh, yeah. The Infinity Stones. I know all about them shits. <laughs> I'm here in Manhattan, bro. I'm like a couple of blocks from you. Come down. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying is both of them were wrong for not sharing information they should have shared. Literally. Yeah. Dark Tower is really close. Information. Yeah, I'm saying. All right, you, all right. So, so tell me, what, if, what if Cap? Here's the here's the difference. What if Cap said, "Tony, Winter Soldier killed your mm -hmm. killed your parents," and Tony went, "Okay," and did what he always does: don't tell anybody. Goes off, finds the Winter Soldier. Joe. Bucky's sitting there going, "Yes, I'm repentant. I did this." Uh, Iron Man kills him. Then we come to find out he was innocent. He was, he was my control. Now Tony has killed an innocent man. That he could have learned to forgive, and now Cap is sitting there going, "Oh, you killed my best friend who was innocent." Now Cap is not just gonna beat his ass and leave the shield. Cap's gonna murder this dude. You think and Cap now, murdered Tony? Whoa, yes. Wow. Okay. Dude, did you not see how how much veracity he had in fighting well, Tony did. to try to keep Bucky well, alive? Now he, imagine he, Tony kills. Bucky. He could have. He could have. I mean, he looked like he was gonna kill him, but then he just took out the core. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I'm, what I'm saying, the outcome, of of, giving information, partial information, is way worse, than finding the information out, and then trying to come up with a way to get both parties, to sit down and look at this from an objective angle, which is hard <laughs> to do. Which is hard They're to both do. Already. It, sh it shows sleeping. But, Yes. Bucky, no. gave, Bucky oh, gave that old man, oh, gave that old man a chance. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm not. Even though I argue that point, Bucky gave that old man a chance to show to for that man to see who Bucky truly is before he said anything. Mm -hmm. And even then, whatever happened with them happened. 
Like, what do you mean? You what do you mean? Like, he could have broken the screen or something. Like, he let it happen. Is that what you mean? Like, when when he who's uh, what he's talking about? He's talking about when he when he told Nakajima. Yeah. Okay. He gotcha. Nakajima, he, he did it after revealing yeah. himself as a person to this man. Mm -hmm. Again, that that wasn't afforded because Tony Stark did not want to hear it when he found out. But given impartial information beforehand, does nobody any good? In the same way that in the last argument, if Tony Stark would have just went up and went, hey, world, I think we need to put a suit of armor around this place. They all would have looked at him and said, okay, cool. What's your plan? And then he goes, I don't know. That also does no good. So wouldn't that everybody could come up with a plan together? Exactly what you was what I'm saying. saying. Everybody Had can come up with a plan, but at least you let them know, yo, listen, I got this. You but know, what do you want Tony, to do with it? What was the fatal said, flaw? Tony didn't fully understand yeah. what he had. And what I'm saying, yeah. Cap, once Cap fully understood what was going on, there could have been a moment where they've come together and hashed the shit out and it didn't need to lead to this. And yet he found out the way he did. That one did. Yep. So right. we, we forget that that was based on Zemo and not like. Oh, I, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Zemo was a was a witness. I was going to call, but it, the the time got cut down. Yeah, yeah. The, all right. So, um, show we're gonna have to go into deliberation. We we can't we can't trust the chat to to plead guilty or not guilty. One for guilty, two for not guilty. But it's gonna have to come between me and you, show. And since I can see that you have been listening veracically. Uh, you know, we look need at, look at what look at what Pudi said in the chat. What yeah. is the ESPN is going on here? You see, that's that's yeah. what I felt like. Yeah. So, uh, show what what is your opinion on the matter? What do you what do you uh, what do you think? He's guilty. According to Lay, he killed Hiroshima. So <laughs> he, he killed... <laughs> I, I I was listening Yo, to everything. Like, since when did you say that Cap bombed Hiroshima? No. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I just, you say Nakajima and then you go left. Right. Since since obviously, you know, what, you know what? It's my fault. I yeah. said that name way too many times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my bad. That's all my right. bad. Wow, Captain America uh, bombed Hiroshima. Yeah, wow. all, he, all he called was the Chima part. Yeah, uh, he didn't catch. Uh, he didn't even catch Naka. He didn't catch. Naka. He just didn't catch Naka. Like Chima. Chima. Uh, our, our regards to Hiroshima. <laughs> our regards. Yeah, a uh, uh, bomb. Uh, yeah. Captain America did not did not bomb. Hiroshima. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. That Winter apparently that was killed Nakajima's son. Yeah. Um, apparently, apparently that was one of the Eternals who killed the uh, who bombed Hiroshima. Yes, yes. But uh. That but was, yeah. That was the one that didn't make it. The Eternal that didn't make it. Yeah. This, this trial <laughs> has you know brought forth pertinent information on both sides. Now, based off of the arguments on both sides. It is very difficult for me to come to a conclusion. Now, I can neither say the man was right nor the man was wrong due to certain factors of Tony Stark's personality and, and his mentality at the moment in time. And uh, we can never question Captain America's veracity. We can never question his, his manhood, his integrity. integrity. And, uh, his integrity? Isn't that's what I said? His integrity. Okay. Yep. My bad. Yep. Uh, for, for, forgive the accent. You know. Uh, and um, Bucket Bonds. 
at the time, Nazis. yeah, Bucket Bones at the time was under mind control from the from from Hydra. But we cannot forgive that he has killed his body has killed over sixty people. He was his one, body. yeah, he was one of the greatest assassins in there. Now we are we are judging a case of morality. What was I, right I, I and wrong. Yeah. For me to say he was right or wrong based on the circumstances of the day, I would feel like I am cheating life. We will not know if he wasted <laughs> what's the oh, Facebook. We would oh, not know. We did all this for nothing. No, Are you going to say mistrial? Are you going to say mistrial? What, yes, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, due to the arguments that were made of Tony Stark's uh, temperament, one can say if he was knowledgeable to the facts beforehand, he might have went looking for Bucket for revenge. Because as a man... If I found out someone killed my mother, I would go after them also. The facts were not 100%. They were not proven to be 100% in Captain America's knowledge. He knows Bucky killed him. He doesn't know why he killed him. He did not know he was under control at the moment. So I would have to say that this trial would have to bless. be... Bless you, show. Thank you. And you said, you said it so eloquently. I would have to say that this child right here is the, the stalemate. We are the impasse. Mistrial. And we would, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. This, this one, this one cannot be concluded. This Kangaroo is perfect. Court. This is perfect. I'm telling you, I can't make up my mind right, on it, bro. I've been right back and forth all right day, but I, I, I did pick right one because, one. because the, the the thing is, it's like the way it was brought to him, the information. There would have been a way for Bucky to tell him. The same way he told Hiroshima after he bombed it. <laughs> and maybe Tony could have <laughs> could have accepted the information oh better. God, Hiroshima, I love it. You know? And also, no. who is Captain America to take away a future personal growth of Bucky? Because You're right. That's a Bucky, good point. Bucky has a chance to grow and cope. With the fact that himself. he may have not have been in control of his body when he killed these people. But it was him. And to settle his mind the same way he apologized to Hiroshima. I love this. He has to apologize to Tony. I love, I love this so, so much. So a question of morality cannot be answered yes or no. Called the mistrial. So, yes. so good. So, so, gotta, gotta, I'm sorry. That's give, a good way to end, bro. Gotta give, gotta give props to uh to 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 Bucky to Sergeant Bucky for having the brass and man up to everything he did, even though yes, he wasn't yes. wasn't him. How kind of because, because that's a, yo, that's a that's a that's a next level kind of human being yes. right there, man. I, I do, that, he, do that at work all the time. I fucking I take, I take responsibility for everyone's mistake. Not my colleagues, but like you yeah. know, I sell cruises. So I do my job great. They get to the cruise and someone does something stupid in the cruise. Nothing to do with me. But then when they come back, I got to take the blame for it. This is, it is what it is. Accountability, yeah. bro. Yeah. I, I, I will give that to Bucky. Bucky, yeah. he went in stride and he was like, you know what? I did it. You know, whatever happens to me, I did it. Because yeah. if he didn't, then that would show that he is not the man. Or he is the man that killed everybody. 
can we just can we just have a quick moment to just embrace the character arc of Mr. James Francis Buchanan? Like, bro, he just turned into someone completely different. It's incredible where he's at now. I I, I don't know. I, I I love it. I love it. Yeah. Side so note: Episode four of Hawkeye was fucking great. Oh my yes. god. Oh, yes. But I, I'm not even talking about. I'm just talking about Clint talking about Natasha and all the things that he was dealing with. Bro, he is killing it. Like I, I said it last time, he is acting his fucking ass off. It's insane. Yo, that whole part, that whole scene. Marvel is at its best when people are just chilling, just talking shit. They really are. One of my favorite scenes from, you know, a controversial movie, Age of Ultron, is just when they're hanging out and trying yep. to lift the hammer. Yep. It's mm-hmm. a good scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them have this, even, even Endgame, when it's just Tony Stark playing paper football with Nebula. Like, these, yep. these, these moments are so good, and Jeremy Renner is crushing it i'm so happy for him man because he because he, he's been underrated for a long time and people just don't realize because he's overshadowed by tony mm-hmm. and chris he gave this man his own show and i think he's acting better than uh 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 i mean not paul bettany paul bettany's a fucking g but like i think he's doing better than wanda and like in her stuff and i think he's doing better mm-hmm. than 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 buck not maybe not bucky but like um sam um sam um, mm-hmm. he, he is just doing he better is than just Star Lord. Well, everyone does better than Star Lord. Yeah, I mean, um, I, he's killing him. I'm so happy for him. It's this, funny because I'm like, yo, if episode five is anywhere near as good as episode four, it will. This be. will be my second favorite. Yo, oh, yeah. thing. Period. I'm hearing, I'm hearing rumors that five is going to be the one where everybody's like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? All Same. right, so quick question: Does everybody have their tickets for Spider Man? Yeah, I have two. Nice. Uh, yes, let, I, I, I don't yet. All right. Um, well, it, it might be. It might be too late, sir. All right. So here's the I'll thing. Get it. I'll probably watch it Sunday. If you don't see it before next mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. our backup so plan is. Sure all right. So if you I'm see sure it, if you see it before the next show, I would like to do a Spider-Man review Just next all, podcast. The, the whole hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah if if one of us can't see it, I'm not gonna. Sylvia yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna what? include showing this, but show if you see it, dude, you can do it. But what if if one of us doesn't see it, then next week we will talk about Miles Morales because I want to deep dive into Miles Morales because yes. I don't know fully about him. I know a little bit. I know a lot of bit can about a little guys, bit. Can you, you guys know. all please see it though? Don't get me no, wrong. Yeah. I would love. Sunday, I would love Miles Morales, and we can and we can we can roll that in. We can roll in um, what we're gonna see in Spider Man to Miles Morales. I'm not saying there's going to be a connection, yeah. but the way the MCU, the MCU has, and I don't know if anybody agrees with me, the way the MCU has presented Spider-Man is already very Miles Morales. Yeah. I think so. It's like, it's not Peter Parker, it's, you know? It's yeah. very different. So I know there's a lot of fan theories out there that are saying this will ultimately lead to Miles Morales. So we could do both, but please try yeah. to watch yeah. it. I have tickets mm-hmm. for Thursday night and Friday morning. I have we have tickets for Sunday, so yeah, it's funny. Yeah. That's probably what I'm aiming for. Yeah, like I, but I'll probably go. I'll go nice and early. Oh yeah, and get this and get this. Sorry, I don't want to keep taking time. Tomorrow, Hawkeye episode five. Thursday, yes. Spider Man. 
Friday, The Witcher 2, The Witcher Season 2. I don't know how oh, you guys feel right. about The that's Witcher, yeah. but that starts right. this Friday. And and also, right. also tomorrow, we're going to watch the first Matrix in honor of the Matrix 4 that's coming out. <laughs> and um, Thursday, we're going to have the Knucklehead Wrestling Awards. Ah, sweet. Friday, the toe in the show, like always. And, and then Saturday. A very special Saturday, a Christmas feast, where Christmas we will also have the Knucklehead Awards. The Knucklehead Awards, they have been voted on, and they will be uh, given this Saturday. So it's a very special thing going on. The call-up, Kenny, yeah, Kenny from the call-up will be there. And, um, yo... And uh, like, like, uh, what else is gonna be there? Uh, the pro wrestling podcast and Bleak's gonna be yep, there. All of us, Krills will be there. Gigi, be Gigi there. can't Gigi. make it, she can't make yeah. it, but uh, she's gonna be there in, in spirit. Shout out you, Gigi. We, we, we're gonna need Bruh. you to send, we're gonna need you to send someone a acceptance speech when you win a very certain category. Yes, that is all you, it's all you. Yeah, um, we're gonna need something. And like my boy uh, Judge Show Brown would say, and on that note, it's your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads signing out. Thank you, you Judge Judy the Executioner. That's right. Yo, yo, Cavs, can you can you and Lay stay on for like five minutes? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get a little comfy though. Yeah, yeah, do you think? Do you think? I don't want to strip in front of y'all. Yeah, it's all good. I'll keep the sound on so you can hear the squishes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. All this money I paid, and he's going to turn his camera off.